Welcome into the hideout tonight. It is Friday. A lot of stuff going on. Friday sucks. Why? Because of this. Friday's awesome. The monologue. And uh, there's a lot of news going on, Hefe, I want to clue you in on. What? News? News. Paris Hilton is now dating a hockey goalie. I don't know if you heard about this. Paris Hilton, a hockey goalie, hooking up. Odd, because I guess uh, opposites do attract because uh, she won't block anything from getting in. Okay, so because she's a whore. <laughs> Righto. That's what that is. That's a comment on Paris Hilton's sexuality. That's the new breaking comedy we have here in the hideout tonight. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about how Paris Hilton is a hooker. <laughs> hmm. Another thing going on in the news. Uh, Jacko, Michael Jackson, I don't know if you knew about him, being back on trial. What's uh, this news you speak of? Well, he's back on trial for breach of contract. It's a civil suit. Uh, Jackson testified that he was shocked when he found a video of his ex-associate actively directing in gay porn. I guess uh, Jack will fire him for holding out on him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What, do you need a cough over there, Chunks? What is that? Got a little phlegm? That Chunks. Oh, um, so apparently, I guess Jacko's business partner directed gay porn. Mm-hmm. I don't actually see what the big deal about that is. Everybody's got to make a buck when you think about it. Right. <laughs> Moving right along, though, happy. Rush not Limbaugh. Quick enough. Rush Limbaugh. You uh, remember how he got caught with the Viagra? Yes. I guess he's not going to be uh, charged at all. Nothing uh, is going to be charged with the Viagra that was found on him. I guess the punishment is the only thing that's not going to be stiff. Stiff. Oh, all right. I get it now. Oh, all right. I got your little blue pill. Mm-hmm. What's with the dance now that goes with the monologue? Fortunately, my Conan thing. I would, I would duck underneath and mess my hair up and pop up, but it's the radio. Yeah. Well, I don't know where you're dancing. It doesn't really work either. Oh, okay. Let's. Can we be done already. One more half day. No. Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock's movie, The Lake House, is well below the numbers that uh, was brought in by their first movie, Speed. Which is a shocker because they're very similar. One has a bomb in the bus, one is another. Uh, one is a bomb in the box office. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Hi-oh! Shocker. <laughs> Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideout. Ship is sinking. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken that? backwards because those who are afraid Ship. have hijacked ah. the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. Don't have the energy, And be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout Friday night, another gorgeous Orlando evening, mm-hmm. and we're here to share it with you, your buddies, Hefe and Dubs, it's Real Radio 104.1, if you'd like to be somebody tonight, 
Be yourself. Be somebody in the hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's how you be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone. Dial those numbers. A jam-packed show for you this evening, mm-hmm. J-Dubs. Uh, let's see. The crew is here. Um, we got Chunks Corolla, executive producer, Tommy Bateman, our director, Matt Albert, phone screener, third mic writer, 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black dude, soon to be 22. Ooh. The interns, uh, Napier and Manhole, are on a mission to find a pogo stick because, I guess, um... The they have one a challenge tonight, I yeah. guess. And where's Lane, the unpaid producer? Where's Mr. Lane? I heard he was in Jacksonville. What? Was not able to come in tonight because he's in Jacksonville. Okay. That's unfortunate because I actually had something for him to do tonight. Aw. Um, Dubs, we'll start this off. Uh, make sure you go see the Soul Brother. Soul Brother Kevin at Howl at the Moon tonight from 10 until midnight. Uh, it's International Drive. Um, it is a very, very good time brought to you by Heineken Light and Real Radio. I've been there before. It's kind of a piano bar type thing. Very fun atmosphere out there, and I'm sure it's even better with Soul Brother Kevin. Yeah, Soul Brother. I know a lot of people are going to be out there tonight, too, so that's going to be very cool. Uh, I wanted to get that up front. All right, Dubs, here's what we have on tap for you this evening. Friday night, open door policy, 10 to 11, Mm -hmm. porn stars this evening. I completely forgot that our buddy from D.C., Porno Dan, is coming in with, I think, three porn chicks. And he's going to happen to be here when the heretics are here. He always gets uncomfortable around a lot of people, so this will be very, very interesting. This is going to drive him nuts. It's going to be fantastic radio, though. Mm -hmm. I believe the specialization for one of the chicks coming up tonight is, um, it's lactation. Yes. I mean, whatever, you know. That's her thing. What's that mean? Stop. Doesn't matter. Can you explain in detail graphically? <laughs> After 10, when he gets here. Uh, also tonight, too, J-Dubs, uh, speaking of guests, Kenny Maine from ESPN is supposed mm-hmm. to be joining us. Maybe he'll uh, do an acoustic version of Blue on Black. Uh, that's Kenny Wayne Shepard. Ah. I can't believe I pulled that one out, and I can't believe you referenced it, but whatever. Uh, however, from ESPN, Kenny Maine is scheduled to join us. At 7.30, however, after the things went with Tito Ortiz on Wednesday, I'm not going to hold my breath. I, I actually I talked to uh, uh, Diggerman over at JRR, and he also does Between the Ropes on 7.40 a.m. He's had several problems with that same PR guy that they switched to. He's been set up three or four times. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I did not I didn't yeah, know so that. I don't feel so bad about it now. All right, well, very good. At least he's uh, standing up everybody. And that's involving Tito Ortiz, not Kenny Mayne. Um, also, too, I did an interview this morning mm. with one of the guys from Treasure Hunters. It's a show on NBC, and this is uh, one of the kids from the Wild Hat Hamlins, yeah. Mullets, the Hicks on the show. So you you interviewed one of the rednecks. Yeah, and he curses in it, so I had to beep <laughs> it. But it's kind of interesting, it's kind of fun, and there's a whole racial aspect to it, too. That If you watch the show at all, you'll... Uh, I do ask about, like, the racial undertones and stuff, so it's going to be very interesting. Um, let me see here. I'm getting a little word. Kenny Maine will be on. It has been confirmed. Thank you. No interns to pick that up. Chunks did in less than a second. Good, Good. job, Chunks. I have this new thing, by the way, of crumpling up paper and throwing it right here on the uh, on the floor. And seeing how long it takes the interns or, this time, a producer to come pick it up. And that was less than one second. His uh, <laughs> unroll it because it has Kenny All Main's in- phone number on info. it. By the way, I'd like to put Kenny Main's phone number in my phone just to go around and show people, hey, 
Uh, look at this. I could call Kenny Maine right now if I wanted to. Um, and then get bitched out by him. But, hey, I can call him. I saw Pirates last night, the midnight showing. Me and my chick, uh, Matt Albert and Soff, his chick, uh, <laughs> we went out to uh, the midnight showing of Pirates last night at Pleasure Island. I, I would want to talk about it now. However, I may need an entire, like, full half hour. And mm. I don't want to get going on it because I'll give you a little teaser. I was caught in a popcorn line for 25 minutes in front of a guy who asked every question imaginable. I can't stand. Just wanted to get to know me. Just wanted to get to know me. Was he a fan? No. He was a regular old dude. All right, we'll get into that because I have so many questions. Flannel wearing. Are you sure you you didn't do an interview with him this morning? Uh, You know what? If this guy had a mullet, then yes. Otherwise, it wasn't the same guy from Treasure Hunters. But I'm telling you, it was the most uncomfortable situation. I'll give you a little hint. I lied. And I'll... Because <laughs> he wanted to know what I did for a living. <laughs> and I, he was already asking a trillion questions at that point. So I literally... <laughs> How intrusive. I literally lied. And then I lied because I knew he just asked about the radio. Mm-hmm. That, the radio kind of came up. And... <laughs> And then, once I lied, and I'll tell you what I lied about, he asked maybe seven more questions after that about what I did for a living. And, like, so specifics. So you had to, you had to uh, just spin, spin, spin yes. in your lie. About something that I, I wouldn't have no idea how to do it or what to do. Also, you have uh, some body issues that you want to talk about later on, too. Yeah, my latest orifice. <laughs> you have a problem with anything inverted. Dude, I'm not lying to you. My, uh, my belly button. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too into it now. Again, it's a little teaser for something coming up. But the belly button, let's just say, I brought my shirt in. You, come here. You want to come over here, Doug? Okay. It's been hurting me. My belly button has. I took off my shirt. Look at that. Oh, what is that? I'm not sure. I don't think it's blood. You want to sniff it? Just do it real quick. Sorry. I don't know what that is, dude. My belly button was crusted with it when I took off my shirt last night after Pirates. That is disgusting. There are like three or four brown spots on the front of his shirt. I don't know what this is. I don't know what the problem is. I just got a shiver. Dude, and my belly button hurts. I think I have an alien growing inside me. That would be the best case scenario. You're not lying. I'm leaking. I'm leaking every orifice. I got problems. What is going on with you, man? I'm I'm starting to worry now. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, I got legitimate issues. So we'll get. Are you okay over there? I just keep on getting that shiver, and there's something stuck in my nose. I swear to God. Little. Well, there's all kinds of crusties there. I don't know what the problem is. I need Dr. Dave or somebody. It really isn't that bad, is it? It is rank. It smells like... Uh, I know what it smells like. It's bad. It smells... Salisbury steak. Worse. A Salisbury steak that's been left out yeah. for about seven days. It's bad, dude. When you can smell your own belly button and you're just hanging out... I Don't throw up. I'm going to ask you not to. I'm trying not to, but... The- 
it stayed in my nose. I honestly don't know what the issue is. Uh, but I, we'll talk about that later. Okay. All right. Thank you. So anyway, there's a lot to get to. Tell you what, let's take a break now. We've got to stay on track. We'll come back. We'll get the show started. Okay. Again, Kenny Mayne slated to join us this hour. Let's come back with a little audio uh, roundup. Specifically, I guess we got a little audio of the uh, Dylan uh, Klebold and uh, the Harris kid, the, yeah. the Columbine boys. We'll play that for you next. It's Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. <laughs> Friday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs with you. If you want to be yourself, be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, say be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone, dial the numbers. Um, Dubs, we'll get to that uh, that audio from Columbine here in just a second. Let's go to Jamie in the 407 real quick. Jamie, you there? Hey, how you doing, guys? What's, What's up, up, buddy? No, I was going to say that belly button thing. I, I had that exact thing. I can tell you what that is. The belly button thing? Yeah, yeah. It's freaky. It's, it's, it stinks. Like, like you just can't explain that smell. I know what you mean. Yeah. No, it's uh, I had a, it was a little tiny mole inside of your belly button. You get it? I had one when I was like 10, so I, I've got a good reason because I was a 10-year-old, so I didn't have a incredibly good hygiene, but it's from bad hygiene. It's it from... Can, it can be cancerous, too. So what? Yeah, they, yeah. They had to go. They had to go in. I mean, I, I've had like kidney stones and stuff like that. The, the, the thing that they have to do to take that out is the most excruciating pain you'll ever feel. In no, Jesus. No. Thank you, Jamie. I'm not believing. We'll talk about. I'll explain everything again later. What's going on with my belly button? I cannot. Are you all right, man? I can't take it anymore. I know every single month there's a new thing going on with your body that could be cancerous. I can't take it anymore. <sighs> Son of a bitch. It just... It, uh, it's the Malloy, dude. It's the stupid Chunks Italian curse Malloy. Chunks, get in here real quick. It is! That ass! Didn't he curse me, like, yes. last week? Last week when we made him eat Twinkies. That's the thing that made him uh, get pissed and curse you. <laughs> he pulls his hand out to do the Maloik again. Now, you said there was a way to reverse this Maloik. Yeah. Right, Chunks? Yeah, what but, the hell? But here's the thing, though. With him and, you know, the way this show goes, mm -hmm. it wouldn't work, man. Why not? It deals, and I gotta look up the details about this. It deals with taking a knife, and you gotta do like a, you gotta spin around. This is the. I will stab thing. you if that's what it takes. No, 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 no. You gotta throw it behind your shoulder, but nobody can touch it for 24 hours, or you're done. That's the thing. Can't you do it at home though? You could, yes. You could do it wherever you want. Just nobody could touch it. I mean, if Matt were to clean up or something, I haven't forbid. And picked it up, then yeah, you're, you're. Uh, you cooked. But I, I, it's not the like I gave you, dude. So, you know, I wouldn't worry about it too much. He has cancer backside and cancer of the belly button. I don't, don't know. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I just want it all to end. 
I don't even think I can say this name. Uh, free being in the 407. <laughs> what's up, Free being? Hey, what's up, man? What's going on, bro? Hey, I just want to tell Hefe that, um, you know, if you're having that problem, and especially you had the uh, diarrhea of the other end, um, and now you're having that area in the belly button, that's the uh, first stage of the, the you know, the uh, HIV. The Shut up. No, it's not. How do you know? It's not the HIV. Yeah. All, right, all right, let me just explain it really quick. Well, we got a dermatologist. Do you want to explain it to him? All right, yeah, come right. on. Is it, are you legit? Chris in 3A6, are you a dermatologist? Yes, I am. All right, all right, let me tell you what's been going on really quickly, Dr. Chris. All right. So, literally, I'd been fine up until about two days ago, and my stomach just kind of hurt. Now, I thought I'd been doing a lot of crunches. I just thought it was that. Then yesterday, I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> it seems like it's my belly button. I don't know what's going on here, but I mean, there was nothing going on. I had even done a smell test and stuck a Q-tip in there just to make sure everything was okay and everything was fine. So anyway, the pain grew, and this, then all of a sudden it started to smell bad, okay? So it smells like death. Yesterday, post-movie, like 4 o'clock in the morning after the uh, Pirates, I come home. And I take off my shirt, and my belly button is, and I got hairy, it's like all crusted. And there are like four, I guess, brown spots on my white shirt. And I don't know what it is, dude. And the pain's gone a little bit, like it subsided a little bit. But I cleaned it out with a baby wipe. Nothing really, I know, it. nothing really uh, stung or anything. It's still kind of, it hurts a little bit right now, but... Dude, I'm freaking out, man. I don't know what's going on. I'm freaking out for you, man. Well, I don't want to freak you out anymore, but that is not a good sign. Either you're a sloppy eater or it could be precancerous. I would suggest you get in to see your family doctor Jesus as soon Christ. as possible. Uh, the smells, it kind of smell a little bit like, say, rancid eggs. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to go over it on the, on the, on the airways, but... You better get in and see your doctor. Oh, Jesus. You can't, uh, I mean, you may as well tell me now what could it be. Uh, well, I'd rather not say without seeing it myself, but there's... Hypothetically, there's if it's it, different... Worst case uh, scenario, cancer. what could it be? Cancer? Cancer? Yeah. There's different cancers that uh, it could be. Uh, the thing about the guy who called a little while ago about the mole thing, and never heard of that, so... Uh, I think he was just uh, BSing, yeah. This uh, isn't, like, deadly, though, right? Uh, well, it could be. Jesus. If, if, if you prolong it and, and it... I it just started yesterday, so I'll come in tomorrow. Uh, or I can't come in tomorrow. Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. Well, you have a good one and get a check, bud. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Have a good one after uh, that bomb dropped on you. People tell me I'm ha I have a hernia. That's the other thing people are telling me that I got a hernia. Hmm. That guy seemed like he was pretty legit. Carlito on the 407. What do you got, Carlito? Hey guys, what's going on, man? What's up, bro? Hey, not much. Hey, this problem you're talking about, I've gotten it twice in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's the same thing that I've gotten. Um, it's almost like maybe you had some dirty fingers. I don't know, you know, I like to take the lint out of my belly button sometimes and you can cut yourself or you can actually get like a, like a mild infection or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it propagates itself. The best thing to do, honestly, is when you take a shower, 
Um, you know, get it wet, soap it up as best as you can. Don't over, you know, don't mess around with it too much because you might think, make things worse. Be sure to dry it really well, your belly button, and uh, load it up with um, talcum, uh, talcum powder like Gold Bond or yeah. uh, powder or something like that to keep it dry during the day. Did it sting at all when you showered? Yeah, it can sting a little bit. It can sting a little bit. Um, like I said, I just used, um, you know, just, you know, you know, you got use the loof and everything. Get it in there nice and well. Um, don't, you know, don't stress it out too much because you actually make it worse. All right, um, thank you, Carlito. I, I appreciate it, Carlito. Now, do you, do you mess around with your belly button a lot? No, man, I leave it alone. Do you clean it out a lot? I mean, I guess. I mean, I, whenever I'm in the shower, I'll, you know, you'll run a uh, some shampoo or soap down there. Yeah. Hmm. Dude, I, I could have just injured it. See, now, Dan Stone, our, our APD, said mm-hmm. he's gotten that before when he did a lot of, like, crunches. And I've been doing, like, a lot of cr- crunches lately. Mm-hmm. But this is killing me, dude. Literally. Son of a bitch, I gotta go back to the doctor. <laughs> You can't stay away from that office. I'm done. I have a prediction. I have a prediction that you're going to be at the doctor at least once every three weeks. Why? Is it for the rest of his life? I, I don't know. I think something's going on with him mentally that he's just not in touch with. And I think he's going to be at the doctor. That makes my lot. belly button bleed. Or not, it's not blood. It's certainly not blood. It's just like this no, ooze. It, it, yeah, it's like a brown goo. Bobby Hill in the 205. I don't want to hear from Bobby Hill. <laughs> Hey, boss. What's going on, buddy? It sounds like uh, you're pretty dirty. But uh, there's one explanation, man, and I'm, I really don't want to tell you because, it, you know, it's kind of bad, but it sounds like you have radio cancer. All right, you're an ass. <laughs> if, it did, if it is, it's because I accidentally tuned into O-Rock. <laughs> Jim in the 321. What do you got, Jim? Hey, what's up, man? Hi, it's Jim, by the way. Oh, sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, hey, man, my best friend had the same thing, man. There's good news and there's bad news. Okay. All right, all right. I'll give you the good news first. The good news is you're going to live. The bad news is, and I know how I have a home remedy for it, but they're going to chemically castrate you, man. It's the only way to kill the infection. <laughs> Shut up. Beat it. No. I'm not getting chemically castrated. I wouldn't mind it, honestly. I don't need it anymore. I don't need the worries. I can't handle this. Every goddamn month, it's something new. Leg, ass, belly button! (laughs) I know. Oddest place to uh, have a problem at. Usually the belly button is just ugly. You have no problems with it, It is disgusting. I've never looked at a belly button so intently. And the odd thing is, your belly button isn't that big, but... Fatty's over there is huge, and he never has a problem with it. He's got the Grand Canyon going down there, and he's got young men on burrows traveling down it. What? I understand. <sighs> Fun Friday. Beer Dave in the 321. Hello? Hey, hey. What? How nasty does it look? I can't see anything. That's the thing. I mean... Like the crust was just, I mean, it was like brown or whatever, but it wasn't anything. The um, the like, shirt, the the actual belly button doesn't look bad except for there's when no, there's, stuff oozing out. I'm looking in the belly button. There's nothing going on there. It just looks nor quote unquote normal except for the hair. Mm-hmm. Bong swap, man. Do what? I'm not gonna take a Put picture. Pictures up. No, 
Not taking pictures. People want to see it. So. Bong Sweat Matt knows. He, I think he's figured it out. That infection he has is from his invisible rope. I think that might be it. It could be chafing. Did you not hear that I could just have cancer? It doesn't matter to you guys. You guys don't care. I what do have, you mean? I could have ass cancer. I could have belly button cancer. You haven't gotten the ass cancer checked and out you're yet. You're bitten. No, Bong Sweat is. It's bit swap, Matt. <laughs> At least he's bringing a pogo stick. Well, then call the interns and tell them to come back and not spend any money on one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't handle this, dude. Movie Mike in the 407. Hey, uh, I've got a problem that's worse than you. What's that? Uh, my nipple, my right one, not my left. Just my right is all cracked and deteriorating and falling off and pussy. <laughs> and Enough. I can't handle it. Yes, sir, it's a bright side. <laughs> that's that's something that ugged me out more than your thing. I can't I can't be here tonight. I only have days to live. I gotta go home. What would you rather be doing? No, no Uber Noodle, no pics or it's fake. I call shenanigans. Screw you. It's real. Well, the hideoutheretics.net has just put a poll up of uh, which cancer is going to kill you. Jack in the 321, what do you got, Jack? Jack. Yeah. Beat it. Jesus. Get right to the point. Cut that bitch off! Next caller! It, it seems like uh, uh, some of these people have had it before and are fine, so let's go to Ed the Bull in the 407. Hey, good news and bad news. Nice. I had the same thing, uh, and what they did is they skin graft. Now I don't have a belly button, but the bad news is now all the, my, now all the lint gets caught in my pubes. See, I don't know if these people are telling the truth me, or not. Ed, sound real? Me neither. I see that he used to have it on the on the... Software, and then here's someone saying the same thing uh, Dan Stone told you. Greg in 386. Hey, man, how you doing? Yo. Hey, look, dude, quit freaking out. What it is is basically think about it. Your belly button was connected to your umbilical cord when you were a baby, so it never heals from the inside. If you've been a lot of crunches, it's basically a septic hernia. It's no big deal. Keep it clean with Q-tips. Like he said, a little soap and water, a little shot, half a shot of peroxide. Keep it dry. Within a week, the smell will go away. You'll be all better, dude. Don't let them freak you out. But you probably will die. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> John in the 407. What do you got, John? You know, I got the break. We got Kenny Main coming on. All right, let's wrap what up with want, John. John? I just had to tell you that all that bleeding isn't from any infections or anything. It's from your period once a month. All right, you know what? That's it. Here's what I love. Your sympathy. I want to thank you. I know it's all fun and cool. And look at the radio guy. He's dying in front of us. (laughs) We haven't seen someone fall apart like this since Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. 
Oh, no, if you die, my nightmare of a dream I had last night will come true. Mm. Devils will be hosting the show with C-Lane. Oh, God. God. <laughs> no. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Heretic. How do you become a heretic? You get yourself a heretic card. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to 2500 Maitland Center Parkway, Suite 401, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Attention, hideout, heretic cards. Or you can get one by meeting us at a live event, appearance, or the open-door policy for... 10 to 11 every Friday night. Or you can just email chunks at chunks at WTKS.com. When you get a Heretic card, you get your own number that's printed on the card. The Heretic card gets you discounts all around town, and it makes you a part of Hideout history. So what's your problem? Be somebody. Get a Heretic card with the Hideout and Real Radio 104.1. Hi, it's Jadis from the Hideout, here to raise awareness on an ongoing problem in the world today. It's ear rape. Ear rape occurs when you listen to radio DJs with fake voices try to be edgy and then hide behind the new follow-up voice song. Ear rape is a real problem, created by real douchebags. But you don't have to be a victim. There is hope. The Hideout is your center for ear rape prevention. Please tell your loved ones of this widespread problem and have them listen to The Hideout to keep their ears safe from the raping that will happen by channel surfing. They will thank you. chose me so i hit the track running like a nosebleed life ain't great now but it's much improved yo album dropping this summer that sucks for you because this is what an awful day my mother on it all right welcome back into the hideout real radio 104.1 hefe and dubs 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone belly button cancer is that what the uh the prognosis is for it well that's what the dermatologist said last segment it hurts. And I wore a black shirt today just so I wouldn't see any stains. If they happen to get up, probably wasn't smart. I'm trying to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dubs, let's take a break from my, uh, me falling apart on the air. And uh, actually, this came up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We were talking about if there were to be a male version of The View. Mm-hmm. And money was no uh, object. And you could have whoever you wanted on it. Who would you want? And I believe we had come up with Larry the Cable Guy. No. For the Midwest. I don't care about the Midwest. You gotta have him. No. Dave Chappelle, George Clooney, and who was the fourth one that we had come up with? Was it Stephen Hawking? No, it wasn't Stephen Hawking. We had knocked him out for Larry the Cable Guy. There was one other person, and I can't remember because it was a total of four. Mm -hmm. But then we both mentioned, whoever it was, we were, oh, I know, Carson from Queer Eye. Yes. That's a good little panel. But we remarked how we're missing the sports. Uh, the sports angle. And both of you and I immediately agreed that the guy is funny as hell, and I think he'd be really good, and it's Kenny Maine, who all of us know from ESPN. As it turns out, Billy the Phone Freak, uh, one of our remote producers, uh, had his info and called him. So mm-hmm. joining us in the hideout right now, it's Kenny Maine. How you doing, Kenny? Did you get all together? Do what? Did you get that deal together? Yeah, we're still we're still working on it. Uh, we've pitched it, and our people will be in contact with your people very soon. For, I don't have an agent, so you guys can go ahead and. Right, same with us. Yeah. So happened. You got about six months. 
Right. Uh, what do you What do you up to? Can uh, if you don't mind, just briefly, I want to kiss your ass for a second. I think uh, Sports Center was probably at its best when it was you and Oberman together. It was funny, but it wasn't annoying. And I mean, you guys had the personality to you know to, you know to do the replays, but you didn't try to overshadow it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes we did. Yeah, occasionally, but even then, it was it was good. Um, it wasn't constantly overshadowing, you right. know. It was, you know, with that in being, doses. With that being said, you're one of the funniest guys, at, you know, especially on ESPN. I'd say you're the funniest guy on ESPN, and I've seen you do a lot of other stuff. What are you up to now, Kenny? I'm driving uh, back home from Boston for the 4th of July weekend or weekday or whatever we call it this week. Right. Uh, professionally, uh, what have you been up to? Yeah. I don't oh. really know where we are right now. We just got to Cumberland so the girls can go to the bathroom and I could put in gas. Mm-hmm. My wife filled out some loan forms so we could afford it, and then we're moving. What did the ki- professionally? What do the kids get to drink? Uh, yeah, what do you have to do professionally? Um, the girls are watching some movie I've never heard of, Cadet something. What is it, Riley? Mm-hmm. Cadet Kelly. We didn't have movies in our car. We didn't pack to use seatbelts. My father just put his arm to the side, and that held us back somehow. Right. I'm pretty old. Um, I went to the Irish Derby. That's the last thing I did work-wise. And then I had a few days off. And, in fact, uh, don't announce that to anybody, but I'm sort of a lull where see, I don't have days or or hours or whatever. It's just things to do. So right now there's no things to do. So next thing is another horse race. I do a lot of horse races. Then I cover tackle football. Sort of an independent study program. I'm not... <laughs> not really showing up any particular time. <laughs> Kenny Main here in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, describe this tackle football, if you would. What is this? I know about the football mm-hmm. that's round they're playing over there, but what is this tackle football? Well, don't you remember when you were a youth and there came time where you, your parents had to consider whether to let you play? And it would say tackle football sign up, and then you had to have your parents sign the parental permission slip? Worth 40 bucks. It all, yeah, it kind of emanates. I just always thought that was a funny way to say it. So even when it's the NFL, I still call it tackle football as opposed to flag or touch, I guess. Here's what I'd love for them to do is to bring back the big X's. Because uh, I remember I was always too fat as a kid, and I was always a lineman, and I couldn't carry the ball. Yeah, so they'd mark you with that big, fat, black X on the back of your helmet. Ours was a big red dot on the back of the helmet. I'd like to have them bring that to the professional tackle football. You couldn't even uh, you couldn't even uh, pick up a fumble. You had to drop on it. Right. I mean, they just didn't want you to have any kind of relationship at all with the offense or the ball? <laughs> no. It was, uh, you just stand here and uh, let the other smaller, faster kids go do their thing. Uh, Kenny Main here in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Um, there were a lot of kids scarred from those experiences. Uh, that's us. That is completely us. Yeah. It ended up leading into a whole thing where I would sit in my room on a Saturday afternoon, watch those piranha movies uh, on what was UHF at the time, and eat entire bags of Cool Ranch Doritos. And I think me going to practice and uh, my hydration was Mountain Dew. Mm. Didn't help well, out either. Back, back then, the coaches thought if you didn't give them water, it would make them tougher. Mm-hmm. That was some good, good teaching by them. Yeah. Um, no, it's I so true. Keith, I tried to tackle Keith Simons, and I broke my femur in sixth grade. And then they had to go. Uh, they were worried about the liability or something, so they drove like to my house to find my parents instead of just calling nine one one. And then I was put in the back of Lyle Fultz's truck. And then the kids needed their coats back, and 
it was a bad experience. But uh, I recovered and still played later. That's good, and it's good to see that despite all of those, you can go on to be a journalist on ESPN, and we can do this little radio show in uh, in Central Florida. Uh, I rig- originally, I was going to be a journalist. That, that was my that was what I endeavored to do. I wanted to be like Bob Simon in Middle East, and you know, do foreign reporting and be a foreign correspondent. But then I started doing sports and news at the same time, and news, you know, covering city council meetings versus going to Seahawks games. I just sort of drifted to the uh, path of least resistance, I guess. Uh, what's it like working at SportsCenter, at, or at ESPN, uh, specifically working for SportsCenter? It seems like it's probably more cutthroat than people could even imagine. I, well, I, I don't go there anymore, so I don't know what it's like lately, but when I did go there, because like I said, I just go out and do these football stories and horses and show up at the U.S. Open, or I went on Martha Stewart for some reason, that counted as work. Um <laughs> But day-to-day, it's not. I mean, for the most part, it's a pretty good group of people. I mean, just like anywhere else, there's going to be some you don't like as well as others and some you become friends with and you play golf with and whatever the heck you do with them. Um, but as far as getting into the certain positions, it's more just waiting on the you know Council of Elders to stamp the gavel and say he's working with him and she's working with him and so forth, you know. But it's not like you go sign up on a sheet. You know, it's not like an elective. Right. But de- definitely, there's some, you know, some people that are offended. Of, oh, I didn't get that particular assignment, or I got stuck doing this, or whatever the case is. But we do have, you know, eight channels now. I think it's like the Ocho joke and oh, and dodgeball, dodgeball yeah. is pretty accurate. <laughs> um, Kenny Main here in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. What about you? You ever still in touch with Keith uh, Oberman? I, I just saw in the ratings he's beaten. Bill big, O'Reilly, big Papa Bill O'Reilly, Papa Bear. Uh, I even he doesn't. He doesn't seem to like Bill O'Reilly. No, not at all. I couldn't He's imagine. the worst person in the world about three times a week. <laughs> it's easy. Um, though. I watch. I watch that show quite a bit, and I email him once in a while. But uh, you know, it's not like we see each other or anything. But I worked more with Dan than Keith. Keith and Dan worked together. Then when Keith left, I had worked some with Keith, but I was the one who got to come in there and work with Dan Patrick on that show for a few years. Um, how awful is Stuart Scott as a person? You don't have to answer. I just wanted to throw it out there because I, I just want to put it in the no. I get along well with him, and um, I should defend my brothers. <laughs> no, I understand. Uh, and in fact, he worked in that area, so some of the people listening are probably offended by you as well. No, um, I, I think... get along with him fine. How? Because you have a bad experience with him or something? Well, I've uh, well, well, uh, just, some of our the radio way he comes off. Some of our radio buddies have uh, interviewed him before, and he just seems a little. He was very pompous, kind of took himself way too seriously, and I don't know. I almost blame him. Like I blame Jay Z for the downfall of rap yeah. music. I blame Stuart Scott for the downfall of Sports Center, where it was just over the top and it was too much. And yet he gets rewarded and gets to go do all the cool stuff and. I'm sure you enjoy it, but, you know, you're doing the racehorses. No, I like them. I like tackle football and horse racing are my ones, too. Mm-hmm. I told them that when I first got hired, if I could do nothing else but those two things, that's you could what die I like. happy. And turned out, yeah, no, I mean, you may think it's weird that I'm going to go to Delaware Park or Monmouth or, uh, you know, Del Mar or something, but I look at those as great places. All right, that's very cool. Kenny, I... we Don't pity me. Uh, I don't. Uh, I interview so much. Kenny Main, uh, ESPN.com, a very funny guy. We thank you for taking the time to come into the hideout tonight, buddy. 
Appreciate it. All right, it. I support the uh, PSA you guys had run previously to make sure. Oh, thing. ear rape. Yeah, yes. the ear rape. <laughs> Thank you. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> See ya. Good guy. All right, we just got the Kenny Main is the best interview ever phone call. <laughs> the guy's awesome. It's always weird talking to a guy who's really funny and who you know is just going to kind of run a bit, and you got to decide. It's like if it's what it, like are, are, are you going to let him go or are you going to try to reel it in? Right. Yeah, let's let Kenny Main go. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. That's why you want to try to run with it. Like sometimes you see the people who go on the Colbert, Colbert rapport. Mm-hmm. And they're just in shock. They don't know what to do. They don't do the research. Do you run with the... They're they're almost, you know, in awe of, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. I'm a little confused what this is. And even if uh, you are doing the show and you've never seen the show before, you're in the green room during the first part of the show, and you know what's going on there. You can see that it's a bit. Mm -hmm. I like that Kenny May. But they're tough to talk to. Like So then you got to think, well... I want to ask him about Stuart Scott being an ass. But he's not going to answer straight up. Yeah, he's not going to say anything. That's almost how I imagine Maynard James Keenan being for an interview. Where it's just like, uh, he'll run some sort of a gimmick or a bit and be kind of one-answer-ish. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what I was told, that he does basically yes, no, yes, no And you want to you want to sit there and have a legitimate conversation, but on the other hand, you know that's what they do. I like that Kenny Main though. He's awesome. He goes in. All right, who are we taking him out? Are we taking out Larry the Cable Guy? Yes. No. Yes. Put them both. Finally. In. No, we can't. They both can wear Four is a perfect shirts. number. In our male view. How about this? How about if Clooney can't do it, Kenny Main does? The only thing is he can do it. The only thing is uh, Kenny's got to take the K and turn it into a C. Mm. Kenny. Kenny Main. All right, thanks, Kenny, for coming into the hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. All right, once again, thank you to Kenny Main from ESPN. Hopping in the hideout. Uh, I'll still see him every once in a while on the ESPN or uh, ABC Sports. You know, I think he probably is doing exactly what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. I want him to do Sports Center, But that's just he, a daily thing for him. And he wants to go travel, be funny. I remember one of the things he did. He was walking around, I think, maybe it was during a baseball all-star game a few years mm-hmm. ago. Just walking around doing like a, a, really a silly kind of daily show kind of thing. And it was just really, really funny. Yeah, I'll see him do like some interviews before like uh, like on the pregame for football and everything. And he's always running some kind of bit. And we like that. We enjoy mm-hmm. you know guys who will skit and bit. And, and, and he's good at it. You know, I, I hate when people like uh, Terry Bradshaw try to do it. Oh, please. That pisses me off. Yeah. But someone who's good at it, I can appreciate it. Uh, all right, Dubs, we got a break here in a second. Mm-hmm. I want to give the people here some good content. Okay. Uh, belly button, uh, that was one of the things that happened this uh, <laughs> hour. And my belly button cancer, apparently. Um, also, two, your off monologue, and thank goodness Kenny, Lan- uh, Kenny uh, Main saved it. What? Let me say this. Coming up in a second, I want to talk about the adventure that was Pirates of the Caribbean Midnight Show last night. Mm-hmm. I also want to talk about... I, I like the movie. I'll give you that little tidbit. But there's something that stuck out to me that is now beginning to bother me more and more just about movies in general. Okay. Okay. And I want to share this with you, and I think a lot of you guys will have a lot of thoughts on it. Uh, before we get to that, though, Dubs, really quickly, I want to... Uh, What's this alien? Oh, uh, a family 
Um, they they have some kind of thing with UFOs, and the the two boys go out and look for UFOs all the time and uh, freak their uh, their little sister out. Well, they they found a child sized uh, mannequin and put it in her window, so when she came home, it would scare her. And uh, they they videotaped the whole thing, and the whole family's in on it. The mom and dad are in bed laughing the whole time. Oh god! All right. and, but this this girl freaks out. All right, let me. Can, so is that the setup for it? Yeah. All right, here we go. We didn't really find any UFOs, but we did find an alien, and we brought it home with us uh, to mother's displeasure. Uh, she screamed horribly when she saw it. Now we're gonna get Lara with the alien. That's the alien. It's uh, a mannequin, a children's mannequin. And this is where we see she walks in. She'll see the figure. Alright, so now, right now, they're setting up the mannequin. We're going to wait like the horrible family we are. And now she's about to come home. Find this. People are begging for the link. I don't have uh, the link in I, front of me. I found it on madbuild.com. It's on their front page right now. Okay. <laughs> but the chick's kind of cute. It's kind of hot to see her curled up in the corner. Madbuild.com. Madbuild.com. That was fantastic, though. You have to watch the video. I guess It you can, is terrific. You can also get it on, uh, I guess, break.com. Okay. I want to... Hold on. Let me see if I can cue it up really quickly. To the, just just to the uh, screaming part? The part oh. she starts freaking out. <laughs> when she walks in. I love it. And it, it does look creepy. People are telling me I, I'm, I haven't seen the video, so now I'm going to the video. Basically, what they do, they put this child mannequin in her window, and like there's a kind of a light coming through the window, so you can just see a silhouette of like a mannequin without hair or anything, so it looks like an alien. Oh, that is the funniest thing ever! <laughs> I'm watching it now as they go through. 
and um, <laughs> it's really dark, and they're placing it. And they basically keep it dark the whole time until she freaks out and they turn the lights on so you can just see her really freaking out. Oh, okay. I see. It's placed in her room, kind of hiding behind, Mm -hmm. like, one of her dresser drawers or something. And you can. You can see the silhouette. (laughs) I'm looking to see if if she walks in or what exactly happens. Yeah, she... People are telling me it's great when she's on the floor crying. Yeah, she's like curled up in the fetal position by her mother's bed. Okay, so now it's getting there. It's taking a little while for it to set up. Yeah, I cut a lot out of what we played there because there's a lot of downtime in the video. Well, they're just kind of running around and like they're out. And like they're just them waiting for her to come home. All right, now everybody's asking me for the link. I'm sending it to you. If you want to get it. I'll send, I get thinking Tommy has it too. Mm-hmm. Real Radio uh, Hideout, if you look for it. Should probably put it up on the website too. Alright, so now it's dark. And they're sitting there and they're hanging out. Have you ever pulled anything like this, Dubs? Any oh, sort of yeah. Something like that? With uh, my little brother? Mm hmm. And it was of that age. Oh, of... she is hot. Mm hmm. Oh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she runs and she hides. She doesn't die on the floor. <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. She walks into her room with her bag. Oh, that's so hot. You're right. She walks into her room. She opens the door, and it's there, and you can see the silhouette, and she immediately jumps back. Oh, it's maybe the hottest thing I've ever seen. There she is. She opens up the door. She looks. She dives, runs across the hall, and dives underneath her mom's bed. <laughs> and she's on the floor in a mini skirt, like throwing a hit, a hissy fit. <laughs> and her mom's just laughing. <laughs> they turn the lights on. She's still freaking out. Her mini skirt. And that dirt tooth uh, laugh of his. Sounds like Wild Bill. <laughs> oh, dude, that is maybe the worst thing I've ever... It's the best thing I've ever seen, but it's... Oh, she's hot. I told you. Jesus. Yeah, they say at the end they show her face. creepy. Isn't it? All right, people are like, oh, my God, that's so good. She is. She's hot, dude. Look at her. They got you. Got her. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Hope that everyone would delete her. I did. So, anyway, so we're out there last night. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to talk about the movie first, then I'll talk about what happened afterwards. So, the movie itself, I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. I'm sure a lot of you guys going out to see it tonight, sometime mm-hmm. during the weekend. I enjoyed it. It was good? I fell asleep. <laughs> Was it because of the movie or because you went at midnight? Because I went at midnight. I was yeah. just exhausted. And you left right after the show. And it was a spur of the minute thing, and mm-hmm. I didn't. I wouldn't have. I didn't sleep as much during the day had I would wanted to if I was going to go see a midnight showing. 
but I did fall asleep at a portion during the movie. Matt, did you know I'd fallen asleep? I was wondering why you weren't going to the bathroom. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hefe, if, he, uh, if he's at the movie theater, he has to have the aisle seat because he constantly goes to the bathroom. And I would know something's up, too, if you weren't constantly going uh, to the bathroom. Yeah, I didn't. I certainly... Um, I probably slept for a good 20 minutes. That's right, because there was another two hours and 25 minutes of the movie for me to see. There was three hours of a movie? Essentially. Dude, oh. it was so freaking long. I hate that. I, well, here, Now, that actually is what I want to talk about movies in general. And then I'll get to the awful, awkward situation that I had standing in line. Mm-hmm. First of all, let me say this. Kira Knightley is homely. She's hot. She is, in this movie, she's emaciated. Mm -hmm. Mm. It accentuates her Jay Leno jawline. Scrumptious. She has the English teeth. Mm. And, and I'm not lying, and this is probably the biggest turnoff, her eyebrows were as dark and as thick as mine. It was like I was watching that Selma Hayek movie, Frida. Never saw it. Where she was the Mexican painter, Uh. and she had a unibrow. It was disturbing. Please tell me someone else noticed this. I thought she was hot. She had a great face in that. They, Oddly enough, any, any chick that I say is hot, Hefe has to go out and find a uh, thing wrong, something wrong with her. Not only that, she was dressed like a boy the whole time. Well, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. So what, man? She don't pick what she wears. Put her in a bikini. Mm. I'm sure she would have liked that. Um. All right, so here's the thing. Just about movies in general. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed this now. And it's official. This movie, uh, like I said, was way too long. The biggest problem is the fight scenes. Usually people love the fight scenes. I am extremely bored. There's one, and I want to mess. I don't want to ruin it for you. Let's just say it involves like a hamster wheel. Okay. All right. That didn't give away too much. No. For those of you who go see it or have seen it, you'll understand. I would love sir, for someone to time this. I'm not kidding you. That whole, like, when they begin fighting to when they're probably done fighting is probably 15 minutes. Ugh. And it's nothing new. It's nothing groundbreaking. It's something you would have seen in The Princess Bride. And and that's the problem with it. it they make them so damn long, and the movies are so damn long, you can get the same feeling out of a five-minute fight scene instead of a 15-minute fight scene, and kind of compress that movie, make it great all the way through, instead of boring the hell out of people. I have now noticed this is the new trend. The same thing with Superman. Just elongated CGI fight scenes. Same thing with X-Men, uh, X-Men 3. Well, it's the same thing. I, I've tried to watch like kung fu movies and that kind of stuff. Before. I cannot handle it because the fight scenes are so damn long. I know it's a kung fu movie, but... You can shorten them down, have them more action-packed, and have more real good movie going on. One of the biggest offenders of this is the Star Wars uh, prequel trilogy. Yes. Where it all started with that stupid-ass race scene with Mm. little Anakin. It was such a big scene for them. Everybody really liked that scene for some reason. Well, So they had to take it a step further with every other movie. Well, it was kind of cool. It was definitely, because the the effects were awesome. Because it was groundbreaking. The next Monsters in the Morning. That's the second time that's happened. I wasn't even anywhere (laughs) touching the board. That was... But it was groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. And now... Alright, this is going to piss Tommy off. Chunks is going to go back there and see what happened. And Tommy is going to yell at him. 
I didn't touch it. You go bother him. I didn't do it. He's the one screwed it up. <laughs> now, I'm out of that. Now watch Tommy get pissed. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where and, it, and it's in all these movies now. And I guess people like it, but I hate it. It seems to drag the movie along. When it, I am saying this. I'd love for it. I think we need to make a cap at these fight scenes, these chase scenes, to at least like three, four minutes, if that. That even seems like it's too long. If it's the first time you see one of these things, you are absolutely amazed. You know, then it's worth it. But you've seen them over and over again, and it just doesn't have the pop anymore. Here are the ones where it was great in, okay? For example, the very first Matrix, Mm -hmm. which was a fantastic movie. Maybe one of the greatest movies of all time. All time? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's top ten, especially when you come to think about where it was and when it came out and how groundbreaking it it was. The last big final scene where Neo and Trinity go in and they fight and they do all the cool stuff that you see in every movie now. Yeah. It's long, but because it was so groundbreaking, you can get away with it. But I'll say this, and as I'm a big fan of The Matrix, the second one, Reloaded, where they did that incredibly elongated... Uh, chasing, mm-hmm. it's too much at that point. Who cares? Yeah. You You're taking you away from the story. There's nothing special going on anymore. The thing that people liked about the original Matrix was it was such a mind-altering kind of experience. You know, it made you think. And the last two were the CGI Star Wars movies, essentially. And there you have it, CGI. I've been saying it forever. CGI's ruining movies. I got somebody ha- out there has to agree. CGI is the uh, it, it, people have CGI in front of them, and instead of using the CGI to enhance the uh, the the storyline, they fit the storyline into the CGI. They're like, we can do this, this, this. Let's create a storyline around it, and uh, the CGI and the special effects will carry it the rest of the way. Let me tell you why Batman was it. Batman Returns, the, la- the last one, Superman. No, Batman Begins. Batman Batman Begins. Begins. That was a great movie because it did not overly rely on that stuff. Mm -hmm. And the fight scenes were not overly long. The worst movie to do this was The Day After Tomorrow. The Day After Tomorrow just relied on that special effects CGI crap and had no storyline to go along with it. Because it was a a good idea. I love the 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 end-of-the-world scenario movies, but make it somewhat of a compelling storyline and just don't you know work with you know the the effects that you have we have a few hideout heretics who are big movie buffs and i would mm-hmm. i would be interested to see if they agree pirates for example i don't know what its official runtime is maybe two and a half hours i'll find if out. not a little bit longer i think if it had been two hours it had been it would have been great but that one scene in particular that i just told you about with the hamster wheel, mm-hmm. it just took way too long. And at that point, the mo- you're pretty far into the movie, and you're just like, all right, already, come on. You're building toward one thing, and then there you go. 407-916-1041, Flux in 321, what do you got? Hey there, guys. You know, the mo- I was thinking about it. The movie that I remember really starting this CGI trend probably has to be Terminator 2. Terminator 2, and again, it was something that was just so great that you uh, you you let it pass, and they had a storyline to go with it. Exactly. You know, and you're right. That was the perfect meld of a good story and CGI. CGI added to the story. The story wasn't the CGI. Jurassic Park. 
That's yeah. another one where like everybody's just amazed by the uh, the uh, effects in it. That's why they uh, they they did so well, and that they they overdid it. Sure, and if that came out again, people wouldn't be impressed with it. But for the time, it was great. Yeah, about two hours, uh, twenty twenty eight minutes, just about for two and a half hours. That's way too long. All right, Soft goes. I saw you in the chair, so uncomfortable and agitated. <laughs> by the end. <laughs> I was, man. And I'm like, we're not getting home till 4. And that's the worst thing, when it's that late and you're there and you're like, and I've gone to see movies before and I'm like, yeah, I'll be home by 10. And then I look at my watch and it's already 10, 10.30. Well, the other thing that pisses you off, too, is the fact that with this thing, um, you know, like, I want to see it again, mm-hmm. but I don't want to sit through these. The only reason I would sit through now is to literally time the fight scenes. <laughs> And that's the only thing that would make me throw. Otherwise, those are bathroom breaks. James in the 407, what do you get, James? No much, man. I agree I agree, 110%. The CGI has just killed movies. It's all about the CGI now. There's no plot line. There's no story. Mm-hmm. There's no nothing. You know, but you, you got to see how one minute they're talking, next minute you got a, a 30, 40-minute fight scene. Okay, hey, where did the movie go? It's, yeah. it's great that you have the uh, technology, but... You know, use it with the storyline, not... He just brought up a fantastic point, too. He goes, where'd the movie go? Mm-hmm. At the end of these long fight scenes, nothing really has been accomplished. No, you, there, there's no... The, the fight scene did nothing to uh, progress the storyline. One of two things is going to happen. Either somebody's going to attain something or someone important's going to die. There's no need to have it so... That's it! Mm-hmm. So th- why can't you do that in three minutes? And this movie, I liked it a lot, but it just it just showed that that's the problem, dude. Movie Man in the 407, what do you got, Movie Man? Yeah, I wanted to bring up, uh, yeah, you guys are right, CGI's can ruin movies, like overdoing it, it can ruin it completely. But then you go back to the 80s and watch when CGI was first coming around, like Ghostbusters, one of the very first movies to ever use heavy CGI, mm-hmm. and it was one, it's a classic, I love that movie. And, Definitely. And see, that's the difference, and that's what I'm talking about. You have it where it's groundbreaking. Movies like, you know, Matrix and how they mixed it up, Ghostbusters, even maybe some of the first uh, Star Wars where it wasn't necessarily CGI, but it was but the effects, yeah. You know? Lucas is real big on this, man. That e- The Ewok fight scenes were way too long for Return of the Jedi. And they, they tend to cut stuff that really is important to storylines and keep the long, drawn-out uh, special effects stuff. And I just don't understand it. You know? Kenny in the 407. What do you got, Kenny? Yeah, man. I'm one of them people that want more CGI. I'm talking about even with the uh, Superman movie, I expected to see Superman do more. You know, uh-huh. I, I want to see him punch through walls. I want to see him throw, throw a person through a wall. I want to see him uh, bang up Lex Luthor some more. You know, I wanted to see more of that. See, so, I, I, well, here, don't let him go. Cause I'm, I'm kind of different in that I want more. You know, the first one was kind of Yeah, the first long. two are, yeah. Yeah, well, either way. I would. Short fight scenes. Radio pop-up. Give me ten. <laughs> Willie Mays chunks. Radio pop-up. Thanks for adding nothing. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Guess what? We had uh, guys on uh, second and third and one out. Mm-hmm. All you had to do was get it to the outfield. You popped it up. Infield fly rule. Bases loaded. Son of a bitch. Count them out. What? Four, five, six, seven, eight, 
One more for a champion. Go ahead. No, go ahead and take it to 20, because <laughs> that'll be for your next one. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 20. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's a Friday night in the hideout, hour two, Real Radio 104.1. 407 or Star 104.1. I'm your singular wireless phone. We're just talking about movies and how the fight scenes are just ruining them and, and the CGI. Yeah, overall, just the, the CGI and fight scenes are taken away from well, the actual storyline. Absinthe Coma had a great point. He goes, if you want to see cool graphics, no real story, play video games. Mm-hmm. Storyline is everything for a movie. And you go back and you look at the great movies, and that's... A, like, I like uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And I think Lord of the Rings put it all together, you know, in that cool way. Well, they, they already had a storyline there, and the, they made their... They, they used their effects to uh, to enhance. Accentuate, yeah. exactly. And not just, uh, we have these, these effects, why don't we create a storyline around them? And people are trying to tell me about Keira Knightley, and I'm not having it. No. No, dude. It's just, she's... She's sexy. Listen, she's exotic, but she's not as hot as everyone makes her out to be. Mm. And especially, you can see that in this Pirates movie. I just do not think she's that hot in it. Tom in the 352, what do you got, Tom? Uh, Superman made love to Lois Lane in Superman 2. But he was Clark Kent. Well, but still, he, he, he gave up his powers... To make love to Lois Lane, and that's how she had the baby. And mm-hmm. this, this movie was supposed to take place five years after the after that movie. Yes, with Superman too. Well, then that's boring, and I hate Superman. Why do you hate Superman? It's, he's the perfect superhero. It's stupid. No, he's not. Yes, he is. I, I'll, you know, and I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna say this now. But first of all, Pirates infinitely better than Superman. Well, I'm not. I, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I'm not gonna say. What's better and what's not, but... Um, it's the whole idea of Superman. I just, it pisses me off that no one can figure out the whole Clark, Kicks, Clark Kent Superman thing. Well, he's wearing glasses. Yes. You know, it's just so... Sh- I bet if you took your glasses off and walked around here, no one would know who you are. You guys True. didn't even know I wore glasses for two years. You wear glasses? When did you start that? Tony in the 407. What do you got, Tony? Who's that guy over there, Tony? What's going on, man? You guys heard Larry's with the glasses. Hey, listen, man. I'm an X-Men fan, and I like the X-Men movies, but um, and and they focused on Wolverine a lot, but Wolverine in the comic books, if you follow him, he was a murderer, man. That guy was an out-of-control guy that anybody that didn't like mutants, he would kill. Like, the whole... A lot of the plots in the, in the in the comic books were, you know, Xavier trying to control him from murdering people that were just against mutants. I didn't know that. See, that's way cooler of a storyline than what they I, had in I the know, movies. But, yeah, I know it was, but they couldn't go with it. They did it pretty good. I got to say, the X-Men movies were good, but Wolverine in the comic books was an out-of-control guy. Like, almost every fight that they got into, either Colossal, which they haven't even... I guess they introduced Colossus on the last one, you know, the big steel Russian guy. Always would used to have to grab. Like, they always ended up fighting with, he, with each other mm-hmm. to wow. control him mm-hmm. from going over. Mm-hmm. No, I got mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. 
Has anyone noticed that our new intern manhole has hair like Wolverine? <laughs> yeah, he does have the big Wolverine mutton chops, and even his hair a little bit. He said he used to have it styled up a little bit more like that. <laughs> All right, I want you to go back to that, and if you earn back, you what's be- gayer, uh, the manhole name or Hugh Jackman? <laughs> if you're able, manhole Jackman is that his full radio name? <laughs> Um, if you're able to win back your radio name, because if you earn seven points, then uh, it's a whole thing last night. I don't really ex- feel like explaining it now, but mm-hmm. he has a chance to change his radio name from Manhole. And I actually kind of like the Maybe we call him Wolverine. That's kind of cool if he grows the hair back. That could be fun. Yeah, he has to grow the hair back first. He has to earn that name. All right, so anyway, there's that about the movie. Okay. It's, and movies themselves. Now let me say this. So while Matt was booing the people over at XL1067 while they were giving away T-shirts and stuff because it was their premiere we got to go to last night, mm-hmm. thank you to Jimmy D and Chunks who held aside some tickets for us. By the way, Jimmy D dating a hot chick. Is he? I saw him out there. Good for him. So I decided. Poor her. Yeah, I decided <laughs> I want some popcorn. Yeah, I'm gonna hang out. You know, me and my chick, we like it's to have. A, it's a movie. Yeah, we like to have some popcorn and water during a movie. So down here at this Pleasure Island movie theater, it was insane. Like I said, it was just jam-packed for the midnight showing last night of Pirates. So I'm in line. I happen to pick the worst line possible. Actually, my chick did. I'm not kidding you. 25 minutes to wait for popcorn. I timed it. 25 minutes to sit there and wait for popcorn. Mm -hmm. As soon as I hand over my money... She turns around. Up, oh, we're out of popcorn. Oh, My, popcorn. Mind you, at this point, it's already close to twelve oh seven. And the movie started at midnight. Yeah, at twelve oh one, everything gets going. Okay. So she's like, "Could you move to the side, please?" So I oh. move to the side, and I'm sitting there and I'm waiting. Now she's taking the next guy's order behind me. He also gets popcorn. Oh, you're gonna have to wait on popcorn too. Well. The popcorn starts flowing and popping again, so I'm sitting there and I'm waiting, and everybody else along the line, the ten aisles that are open, all the other people, like their servers are going and immediately rushing in to get their popcorn. Mm -hmm. Three times she turns around and goes, oh, I'm going to have to still wait. They're still making the popcorn. Finally, on the fourth time, I go... I've just seen three people walk away with the large popcorns. Go get me my popcorn. And she's like, uh, you don't have to be rude. I'm like, what are you doing? It's all, it's coming out of there. People are getting their popcorn. Go get it. You felt like Milton in uh, office space. You're just passing along the, the cake, and everybody else is getting yes. some of you. Give me my stapler. <laughs> so anyway, all right, so that's just the popcorn itself. Mm-hmm. While I'm waiting in line... And I guess she's a friend of one of the promotions people over at XL. Hooch, essentially. A hooch like <laughs> our former intern, just big and loud. Stinky. And her and wearing clothes that shouldn't be. Yeah. Just showing off the uh the bat. The doe shoulders. Mm-hmm. And her black, heavily closeted friend. That is donkey lips, but with pressed hair. Donkey lips, another one of our interns. And it's like this pressed, relaxed, wavy, like trying to be white hair. Yeah. 
and he's just talking about these. And they're behind me, and they're doing the thing of you stand in that line, I'll stand in this line, and we'll see which one goes faster. Mm-hmm. So they're talking and having a conversation really loudly so that everyone can hear their business. Because they need to be able to talk to each because other while they're, they're waiting in different lines. Because they're so important. Just and, shut up, wait in line. And the black guy's like, yeah, I messed around with both those girls. They both want me. Oh, my God, you messed around with both of them? Yes, I messed around with both of them. They don't even know it yet. Mo. And I'm like, you're kidding. What are you doing? <laughs> You're not really having this conversation here, and you look like you were straight out of Tales from the Hood. Just weird, man. And the and then I guess the promotions guy comes over, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's trying to hit on the hooch-like chick or what. Oh. I've never seen this dude before. Okay. I like the two guys that we usually see from mm-hmm. promotions over at Exile. This guy I'd never seen him before. I guess he only makes the movie runs. But the big thing that happened... After those two decided to go into another line, and before I get my popcorn, or stood up for my popcorn, this guy walks over behind me. He's in a flannel shirt. And <laughs> and he's like, see from around here? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. What, what kind of question is that? I don't know. I don't know. How'd you get your tickets? Uh, one through a radio station. Oh, that 106 station? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were you, like, caller 13? Uh. No, 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 I was caller, I was caller 16. Yeah. See, so from around here, huh? Yep. Yeah, I'm, uh, from the area. I just came down, watched the movie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, I, this is my mistake. So, you've been town visiting? Oh, oh no, I'm from Orlando. I'm, Jesus Christ. Oh, cool, all right. Meanwhile, the line's not moving. Like I said, I waited 25 minutes. So, uh, what do you do for a living? And now I'm like, okay, do I tell this guy that I work in radio? No. After the Inquisition that's already begun. Yeah, you've already uh, dug yourself into a hole that you said you're a winner. Or do I say, do I make something up? And I'm thinking, well, I could say, all right, here's, here's what I'll usually go with. Mm-hmm. I'm in programming. All right. Programming. Technically radio programming. You know, I'm on the programming side of the radio business. Okay. What's programming? <laughs> now I'm thinking, well, now I can't say radio programming. Mm-hmm. Computers. Oh wow, you're you work with computers? You're a computer programmer? Wow, that's cool. You go to school for that? Yeah. I did. How long did that take you? That 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 computer program is the future. And I'm just like at this point, man, I'm like, what do I do? You pull your cell phone out and you call someone and just chat with them. I did that afterwards. Okay. I called you. And he was like, so what exactly do you do? How much can you make a year? Who do you work for? I hate that question. Who do you work for? And I'm just like, I'm a contractor. I take on odd jobs. It's a good living. Well, that is something else. I've never met a computer (laughs) programmer before. And I'm just thinking, oh, man, get me out of here. All I want is popcorn. And I got this fat bitch next to me. 
and her gay black boyfriend. I have to pee. And I got flannel guy behind me who wants to know about computer programming. And where he can get her done. And I finally get to the front of the line, and they're sold out of popcorn. Was he getting popcorn, too? It's so funny. So then he turns and starts to have a conversation with the poor schlep in the line over. Mm-hmm. And that guy pulled exactly what you said. He took out his cell phone. <laughs> Got to. And the guy's just standing there, flannel guy. Do you think he was there alone? Question guy. Eventually, as we're like almost there, like there's one person in front of me, and then it's me and he's behind me, he turns and he walks away and just... He stood in line for 15 minutes to chat and then walked away. To talk to someone. Because I, I can't imagine a person like that having anybody that cares for him. Having one person in the world that he can turn to. All right. K-Mike just said, you look like a programmer, too. Except for the part about being Mexican. <laughs> Ass. And I'm just thinking, is that is that the only way to get out of this? I almost bit the bullet and just left and said, screw it, I'll come back later. It would have been worth it. I cannot stand those conversations. And mostly when you dig yourself into that lying hole, it makes it even worse. Because you don't know what the next question from this question guy is going to be. I felt like Costanza. Mm -hmm. You know? And I just saw it the other day where he's the It's the one where Jerry sets him up and he's a marine biologist. And he ends up having to try to save the whale on the beach. Have you ever gone to an interview? Have you ever gone to an interview, a uh, job interview, that you had no idea really what the job was and uh, you knew that you weren't qualified for it, but you went to it anyway? That's what it's kind of like. That was my first job in radio. My really? very first job in radio, KFYO, five, uh, no, 740 mm-hmm. in Lubbock, Texas. Was I was, you know, I was working at a college station. I came over. I was going to run Ranger games or something. And, and the and my program director, Bob, seems like every program director I had except for here is named Bob. Mm-hmm. He starts talking to me about the switchers and the various satellite frequencies, and you know how to pull all this stuff. Dude, I am so lost. I barely learned how to talk on the radio. I barely learned how to talk. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, you know all this stuff? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know how to do it. I know how to do all that. You bet. I'm just so excited about working in radio. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy. Yeah, you, you figure it seconds. out quick. But I'm sure I've lied on that on the job interview. And it's like that you don't know what the next question is going to be and how you're going to answer it. Right. Just like, and it's so uncomfortable, you don't want to deal with it while you're waiting in line for popcorn. Nah, that's it. So anyway, there's that story. I was just kind of in shock that I had to take on the, uh, literally, the Spanish Inquisition Yeah. Uh, from this guy. And the lie of being a pro, uh, computer programmer. Basically, standing in line with Skinner. Now, if you could lie, because this is one of those things, if you are going to lie and say you do something, mm-hmm. I should have said something cooler than programmer. Like, maybe said I'm a bouncer at a strip club or something. Yeah, something that you have uh, some... some. Uh, all right, he's coming. Let's do something on the floor and see how long it takes the interns to come in and pick it up. You're getting slow. That was seven seconds. Caleb in the 407. What do you got, Caleb? Um, I was at, I went and saw Pipes of the Caribbean last night also, and speaking of awkward conversations, um, there was this guy, there was, well, there, first there was this girl sitting next to me and my buddies in line, mm-hmm. little cute chick, 
And, like, this dude just comes out of nowhere. He's been scoping out, like, women all night long. We thought it was a little creepy. Well, he comes up to her, and he's like, hey, are you uh, my... Are you on my friends list on MySpace? Uh, <laughs> really familiar. Oh, it's, that's uh, you know what? I never thought about that being the new pickup line. Yeah. 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 Seriously. And what did she say from there? Go away, you creep. She said, yeah, "Jimmy she D, like, leave me alone." Yeah. She was like, "I, I've never, I don't know, I don't know if you're my friend on MySpace." And it was, her, her answer was even weird too. She was acting like. She was like king of the world or something, like queen of the world. It was so weird. Like somehow she's cool because some guy approaches her because, yeah. you know. I, I think I would react the same way, though, because you, you want this person to get away from you as quick as possible, and the best way to do that is just to be a dick. Right. Sometimes you got to go there, man. All right. Uh, one other thing I forgot my chick reminded me of, too, mm. and I don't want to go on too far, but the people dressed up as pirates last night. No. Yes. I didn't think that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean was that big of a thing where people dressed up for it. It certainly is. Um, yeah, people just dressed up. Were they talking the part and everything? Some of them were. There were in fact, I dare say there were a lot of people out there who were, were dressed up. Were they standing up. out there? I wish this was rated R. I heard a lot of avasts. And <laughs> How big were these people? Well, there was a lot of women, and they were small. And they were hot. There was a couple of hot Dude, I, I didn't see any chicks. I saw all dudes dressed up. All dudes. Big dudes? About ten pints high and four quarts wide. <laughs> Thank right. you. Now you got it. <laughs> all right. Matt used to do this thing when he called into the hideout up in pirate, D.C. Pirate speak? He would just call in with pirate jargon. I don't know why he was. <laughs> he, he did was, a movie review all in uh, pirate lingo. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Scallywag. Pongo. All right, let's take a break, come back. Hey, so since we're on the subject of Hicks, yeah. uh, you want me to play the interview that I did with the guy from uh, Treasure Hunters next? Definitely. All right, we'll take a break, we'll come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> Back in the hideout, kicking off, actually wrapping up our two. So hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Don't forget about the open door policy. A lot to go on tonight. We open up the doors of the hideout at 10. Mm-hmm. Supposedly tonight we have our porno buddy, Porno Dan, bringing up a couple of porno chicks. That's always just uh, nuts. You hear a lot more of that on the mixtapes. I think one of them, Sexy Karen, we've had her in before. Um, also, too, we've got Trailer Trash. Uh, the boys need to stunt. I don't think we're going to have time for that tonight as much as I want to do it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff that we need to get done this tonight on this Friday Night J-Dubs. Um, uh, really quickly, I got up early this morning after going to bed at like 4.30 mm -hmm. to do an interview with uh, the guys from Treasure Hunters on NBC. I am uh, a sucker for two reality shows right now, Treasure Hunters, which is essentially the travel. It's a combination Amazing Race, the Da Vinci Code kind of thing. They figure it's various teams figuring things out. Yeah, when uh, when they were doing the uh, promos before it came out, they made it look very Da Vinci Code like, like that was like the whole selling point. Yeah, and they were capitalizing. And that's I'm not gonna lie, that's part of what uh, you know had me bite on it. Mm -hmm. so, but I'm enjoying it a lot. Um... Also, Last Comic Standing. I'm hoping we're going to get some Last Comic Standing people, too. What sucks is a lot of times for any of these interviews, they're off morning shows. Yeah, they, they, don't take they, do, in, they do a whole morning show circuit. Yeah, they don't take into account any of the uh, talk 
stations and, you know, possibly what they want to do. We basically have to go independently with these people and try to get them to come on instead of when they are ready to do a bunch of interviews. They sit down and they uh, have, all right, uh, you got 10 minutes with uh, with a station here in uh, Lubbock, and now you're going to be in Grass Lake, Iowa. Exactly. So this morning I just uh, I came in at about 11 to talk to the guys from uh, Treasure Hunters, the guys who got kicked off this last Monday from the Wild Handlands. I'll just go ahead and start the interview. We'll just—I didn't put any music under it, but okay. we'll just—we'll pause it. And I was looking for Freebird. I can't believe we didn't have Freebird at home. Ah, uh, it's yeah. here if you want to play underneath it. Just, yeah, maybe just because maybe play Freebird underneath because it'll work. Tommy, if we could get Freebird lined up for me. Sorry, I didn't mean to bother you. <laughs> I was talking about Angel Jenny with Matthew, <laughs> trying to get the inside scoop. Oh, right, give me some Freebird, then tell me the uh, gossip. All right, here we go. So here's my interview. Uh, the, earlier this morning, just whenever you want to pause it, we'll stop and start it, and you can comment on it. Hey, how you doing, man? It's Hefe from The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1 in Orlando. How's it going, buddy? Good, good. First of all, thank you for joining us. So, I very, very rarely watch uh, reality shows. However, I'm super into Treasure Hunters. You were on the Wild Handlands. Is it with your dad and your uncle? Yeah, yeah. It's my dad and my uncle. The guy with the longer hair, the mullet, that's my dad, and the other guy's my uncle. Okay. And, yeah, I agree with you. I never watched reality shows either, man. I never did before I did this, but I think this is a pretty good one. Did you ever feel guilty about the way that your uncle and your dad were acting? Because it seemed to be a little bit, at times, kind of like asses. They were kind of asses to the Brown family. And I know you even went up and apologized at one point. And then there's the part, I think, in the second episode. We... The Brown family is, uh, are they a black family? Or... Yeah, the Brown. They're... And their last name's Brown? Yes. Okay, you weren't just generalizing. Uh, no. Okay. And that's the thing about these reality shows and the families that they get. Uh, these guys, I guess their names are Hanlons, but they said to put Wild in front. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. I think you go to NBC.com and see legit, like, Travis Trent mullet. This uh, guy's dad had. The good old... Uh... And the other one looked like Dale Earnhardt. I'm not like His <laughs> uncle looked like Dale... This kid... But less charred. This kid... And the show comes across... You're such an ass. What? This kid... Does it look like a struck stop. match? Stop. <laughs> this kid came hell? across a little bit more... Not hit, not as hickish, even though they are the hicks on the show. Mm-hmm. All right? And then there's the part, I think, in the second episode where you guys leave to go get food. Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever say to yourself, hey... We're gonna be on that. All right, now here's the thing about this one, really quick, Dubs. Mm-hmm. So these guys in the second season, in the second episode, they're having just because inc- they're so stupid. They're having such a hard time figuring out the clue that they're hungry and they decide to drive, leave the challenge, and drive 40 miles away to Burger King to get some food, and then drive the 40 miles back so that they're able to, because uh, they need food so they can accomplish their challenge. Okay. So they literally leave the game to go eat and then come all the way back. Go get food. Did you ever <laughs> Did you ever say to yourself, hey, we're going to be on national TV. What are you doing to me? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously I, I said those things to myself. I mean, when we left to go get the burger, I mean, I'll admit we were all starving, really. We haven't, we didn't eat for a long time, but I mean, I was... They were really into it. I was the only one that was like, hey, do y'all realize what we're doing? We're going on an 80-mile round trip, and we're about to get kicked off the show. That just seemed like the biggest thing about it is 
they didn't really care that it was on national TV. There was no real sense of urgency for them. It was just kind of like hanging out with their buddies. You, on the other hand, seem to really understand that, hey, this is a big deal. Yeah, well, that's where we differed a little bit is, you know, during the, the whole process of the show, I was really trying to win. I really, really did want to win. And, uh, I mean, my dad and my Uncle Ben, they had this thought in their head that, you know, we made it on this show, but maybe this just isn't the type of show for us. So they were just kind of having fun with it is what they were doing. All right. What is their more type of show, like American Chopper or something? I, I, I don't – I uh, – <laughs> no. I wonder what it is. Now, here's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 talking to uh, Josh from uh, the Wild Handlands. Of course, you can see Treasure Hunters on uh, on NBC Monday nights. As far as, like, the whole process, because I go through and you watch it, and they got you guys driving uh, sometimes across state lines. The very first episode, you're jumping into the ocean. Right. Were you expecting for it to be this intense? Um, well, they kind of warned us before we started the show. I mean, you know, we had to do an agreement thing, you know, so if, you know, we got hurt, it... All right, hold on. We had to do an agreement thing. One of those agreement things? It's... You know, sign one of those uh, papers with agreement on it? It's called a contract, kid. Mm-hmm. You'll find out in a second what the kid's doing now. Because I have to ask, I ask him in a second, like, if this made you into a big deal, and you got to find out what he's doing. Is... I would say Jiffy Lube. I mean, Working you know, contract. we had to do an agreement thing. You know, so if, you know, we got hurt, it wouldn't be our fault. Or I mean, you know, we wouldn't try to sue NBC or whatever. Right. But we thought they were just exaggerating a little bit to cover their bases. Because, you know, actually on the list of things we could potentially do, it's a glacier repelling. And I thought they were just, I thought they were just being ridiculous right there. But, you know, I mean, what the hell, first place we went, we are glacier repelling. So. Well, let me ask you about the other teams. Go for it. Obviously, the one that you <laughs> guys seem to have the biggest Shoot, relationship buddy. with, just at least wait. the way it was edited on the show, was the Brown family. Is everybody cool in person? Was a little bit more backstabbing than really is being led on so far on the show? Um, I think the way it really went down is, uh, you know, when we first met him, everything was fine. We got along fine. And then uh, I think it was more my dad and Uncle Ben. They got really, really pissed off whenever they brought him back on the show. And I don't think they should have done that either. I don't. I mean. Let me explain what happens. Okay. So the Brown family gets eliminated in the second episode. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the other teams, one of the really hot chicks, blows her knee out. And they decide at the beginning of this last Monday is they just can't continue on because she's got a you know a torn up knee. They can't do it. So they decide to bring the Brown family back. And that pissed off the Rednecks. The Rednecks were livid over it. <laughs> they just, they couldn't forgive. They were, <laughs> yeah, giving these, they didn't deserve it. it no. It, it was just a whole, like, weird, I thought racial aspect to it. Oh. I, I asked him about it. I don't, I mean, they were eliminated, they were kicked off, they should have been off. That's the way I feel, but. <laughs> You know, I, I mean, the show does what it does. I wasn't mad at them. If, if I was in their position, I was kicked off, and they said, okay, you can, you know, start hunting again or whatever. I would have been happy, you know, because that's another chance. But I, I just don't think the show should have done that, and neither uh, my dad doesn't think that, and neither does my Uncle Ben, and that's why they were so upset with them. All right, let me say but this. I wasn't, I wasn't so much upset with them. I was just upset that it happened. I can understand where NBC was coming from, just in that they probably had so many teams set up. They had already had all the challenges made, so it was just easier for them to bring a team back in. Do you see right. how it could kind of seem a little racial? 
Did you, at least maybe, did you think that maybe it was edited that way where you had the wild handlings who are kind of perceived as, you know, the good old boys and then the, uh, you know, the brown family, the, uh, the black family? Did you think that when you watched the episode that it looked a little bit racial or no? I didn't think so. Did you think so? Yeah, it kind of came across like your, your dad and your uncle maybe would have been those guys who aren't real big fans of affirmative action. <laughs> it, just, it just seemed like it was going down that way. And that's why, like, talking to you, Josh... It almost felt like you saw that particularly, or I don't know if it was some something subconsciously, and that's why you went up and you apologized. No, I, I knew that it had nothing to do with race. Um, it, it, there was some other stuff, too. I think they mentioned it really fast on the air. It's so funny. It, sometimes you wonder, like, if people can genuinely... Like, white folks just don't see the racial tension. Yeah, it was so obvious, and I can't wait for the Browns to get eliminated, and we talked to them. I know they're going to feel it was racial. Just in the way they were treating them and acting towards them, it was just incredibly... You don't think there's any chance of it being, hey, they, they got kicked off and uh, we don't want... They wouldn't feel the same way with any other... If it was the hot white chicks, not a chance. Well, hot chicks in general. I think hot black chicks. If it was the Air Force, not a chance. Uh, it's almost over. I, we get to the... I can, I can uh, forgive hot chicks for anything. There was some other stuff, too. I think they mentioned it really fast on the air. Down whenever the Browns, we were all in the mine or whatever. Um, well, okay, and I can talk about this because they showed a clip of it on the Internet. There's a clip of my dad saying, okay, well, I, I can't believe y'all guys, we gave your maps back. When we were on Mount Rushmore, we found some of their maps. That, we didn't even know it was theirs, but we found them. And, you, you know, if you find a map on that show, you want to keep that bitch, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> yeah, and we had this map, and... Turns out sure it was thing. theirs, and we kept it for a minute, and, you know, yes, then sir. we ended up doing the, the nicer thing, and we gave it back to him. None of that was put on the air, but that did happen. And then after that, after we were real nice to these guys, even though we didn't know them and they were our competition, when we were down in the mine, they were talking to, I believe it was the Southies, and they said, don't help the Hanlons out, something like that, yada, yada, yada. Right. And the Southies and some other team told us about that, so we are just like, screw these guys. You know, we helped them out, and now they're going to try to put a knife in our back. That's, that's bull. Josh from the Wild Handlands and Treasure <laughs> yeah. Hunters Monday. So he just go ahead and dro he drops the bomb there. You know what I mean? No <laughs> regard for being on the radio. All right, and now... Uh, He's fired up. Now it gets kind of fun. Josh from the Wild Handlands and Treasure Hunters Mondays on NBC. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You came across on the show really nice, really cool. Is this doing anything for you personally? Are you, you guys are from Texas, right? Yeah, I'm in Texas right now, walking around in my front yard with my shirt off. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm, a Texas, too. I'm a Texas boy. What's, all right, that was to me was just so. I'm like, just walking around, and he's just dropping the uh, the ass bomb like it's nobody's. Big. He's not on the radio. He's talking to his boys. Is this doing anything for you personally? Are you you guys are from Texas, right? Yeah, I'm in Texas right now, walking around in my front yard with my shirt off. Yep. Uh, all right, see, I'm from Texas, too. I'm a Texas boy. What's this doing for you uh, back in Texas? You mean a lot of your buddies saying, wow, you're a superstar now, or what? You know, I mean, yeah, there's some people. I mean, I'm still living the normal life, to you know, tell you the truth. Right now, I'm working up at uh, the Chili's in the next town. Nice. I'm a waiter right now. <laughs> I mean, some people notice me from the show, and, you know, my friends think it's cool or whatever. But really, I'm just living the normal life. Right, I'll take one of those two-for-one Miller Lights, please. Uh, I, I always love that with Chili's. Well, Joshua, i got to tell you, man, good job. The Wild Handlands, uh, you were extremely entertaining. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat. 
Your dad and your uncle seemed a little dense. Thank goodness they had you on the team. Otherwise, I don't know how far you guys really would have gotten. But, again, it could it could have just been all in the editing. But as a fellow Texan, don't congratulations for making it on the show. Well, it could have been. Best of luck uh, in all uh, future things in the old-time burger. All right, cool, buddy. I appreciate it. Did you, did you like my yeah, other little, little Chili's reference? Just jabbing at him. We're still working at Chili's. That's what's so funny, too, is here these guys are on TV, and, you know, you got an interview with them. The kid's shirtless in his front yard going to work at Chili's tonight. Cleaning up the sand around the horseshoe pit. Exactly. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Oh, 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 oh. Hip-hop Friday night in the Hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Seth and Dubs kicking off hour three. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Did the Soul Brother ever show up? I burned him off a copy of the new Ice Cube. He said he was going to listen to it on his way down to uh, wow. Out the Moon tonight. They yeah. got a, He's got an appearance down there. He's hanging out with the Heineken Rolling Stone 1,000th uh, cover issue. Yeah, he should be here soon because he's going to be out there from 10 to midnight. Well, I don't think he's stopping by now. I'll just throw it in his box. Mm. Uh, Heineken Light, Ew. Real Radio 104.1, Howl at the Moon, International Drive, uh, SBK. 10 to midnight. Also, too, for those of you that can't make it down there, get the open-door policy. Yeah. Coming up at 10, afterwards we all go to an undisclosed location and party up. I believe a sponsor is going to be coming in tonight. Perfect night when Porno Dan's coming in, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> Didn't think about that. Oops. Oopsie. Well, it could go one way or the other. Yeah. It could be a home run, or it could be, do you know what those boys are doing Friday nights? <laughs> Oops. So anyway, open to, here's the cool thing about the open door really quickly, and then we'll move on. Uh, the heretics are not only just the most fanatical people of the hideout, you know, listener-wise. They've become this close-knit group of friends. If you listen to the show and, you, you know, you're having troubles making buddies, you know what I mean? You don't have a crew to roll with. Uh, this is the crew for you. Yeah. You come up here, we all hang out, and we go have some beers afterwards. It's fun. Tonight, possibly cigars. So we'll, we'll see how it goes down. If not, we may uh, choose a backup location. Um, so let's see. Speaking of, we will be drinking this evening, Dubs. Yes. What do you consider a manly drink? Manly drink is usually beer. Whenever now, you think what a man should drink, usually it's a nice big beer. I got questions. I'm going to throw out some drinks and ask whether or not they're manly or not. Okay. All right. Beer, obviously. Mm-hmm. Light beer, what's manlier? Light beer, or like a lager, a lager. I hate lagers. Me too. I can't stand a lager, but yeah, that's more manly. I'm not your conventionally manly drinker. So. I remember when I went over to England, I hated the alcohol there, the beer, because it was so thick. It was like coffee. England, same with uh, uh, Germany. They oh, yeah. they love their beer over there. They hate ours, but I can't stand that thick beer. All right, let me ask you. Bacardi and diet. Woman. That's Chunks' drink. Mm-hmm. That's why he grows boobs. <sighs> Apple teeny. <laughs> Very feminine. See, is is any martini for a guy manly? Is there a one? Manhattan. A man, what is a man? Is Manhattan, that's a manly beer? No, it's a, I, I, I think it, a manly uh, yeah. martini. Manhattan. What's in a Manhattan? I don't know. I've ordered a couple times. It's disgusting, so I think it has to be manly. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about ordering one. Never mind. Oh. I and I and the the waitress came back up to me after I choked this one down. 
She asked me if I wanted anything else to drink, and I panicked. I didn't know what I wanted, so I just asked for another. What? Just yeah. say beer or something. I didn't want beer at that point, though. All right, I got this. Dirty martini. It's supposedly a manly drink. What's a dirty martini? James Bond used to drink it. Uh, dirty. It's a uh, Smirnoff Red, splash of olive juice, and an olive. I I, I got to have an apple tini if I'm doing one. <laughs> yeah, the olives, I can't get into it. I need a nice cherry in there, so I need an apple tini with a cherry. You know what I've, I've fallen in love with lately? Mm. The Captain Morgan uh, fruity like uh, drinks. They have these Captain Morgan um, Parrot Bay type six-pack of drinks. You're a woman. I know. I, I'm embarrassed to go out and drink anymore because I always order womanly drinks like uh, at the uh, wing house. Not the wing house, but the uh, the ale house. I think you might have been there. This is after bowling one day. Right. I ordered a uh, daiquiri. <laughs> I'm like, I'll have a daiquiri. That sounds delicious today. No, it was Matt that was there with us. You had a, it was a, a it was coconut, a, no, a daiquiri? strawberry daiquiri. Oh, oh God! <laughs> I just looked at you. You disgust and, me. And, and we caught the uh, the waitress um, laughing at you, laughing with the uh, with the bartender. She said, "Do you want a cherry with that?" I said, "Yes, of course." Why wouldn't I? I need help on manly drinks. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Well, I got the top ten manly drinks from AskMen.com too. Okay. So, What's on there? Uh, number 10 on it is the Boule Neat, I think it's called. Nothing says brawny man like a glass of bourbon. Basically, uh, <sighs> 1.5 ounces of Boule bourbon, uh, and that's it, on the rocks. See, that's... I don't know. I I need... Look, what about a nice Jack and Coke? Jack and Coke, I think, would fall into the manly. What about a 7 and 7? Seven? 7 and 7's kind of... A K-Fed manly. It's a very... It's a uh, dirt stash manly? Yeah. I, I I find a 7 to 7 be something kind of in a pool hall. How about a Crown and Coke? Crown and Coke, yeah. I think that works out. Nick in the 407, what do you got? Uh, I was just going to comment on the Apple Teeny is definitely a feminine drink, but uh, Apple Martini, probably not. Same thing, but how you call it, because uh, oh. I don't know about any two liquors combination, one being 40 proof, being girly. Uh, you know what? You're right. i got to stop calling it an Apple Teeny. I'll just start calling it an App Martini. Why did you say Apple Martini? No. A Martini App. It sounds... That, that does sound better than Apple Teeny. Apple Teeny just sounds like you're tucking. Yeah, right. But I say I need a martini app, please. And it sounds important, almost like it's a computer program. She go, what is that? And I'm like, oh, come here. It's an apple teeny. I just want to sound like I have a penis. <laughs> Roger in the 407 have, has one that just sounds disgusting. Roger, what do you got? Yeah, it's called a black tooth grin. It's, uh, it's basically just crown and coke. A black tooth grin. I, yeah. I like crown and coke. Crown and coke, that, that, that's the name of it, though. Uh, you need a snazzy name. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, you need to have a doodly name for it. I like that. What is it? A black tooth grin? A black tooth grin. How about a Jaeger bomb? Is that manly or no? I think I think it, that's the one that falls in the middle where no one's going to give you crap for, but women and men can do it. Irish car bomb. Irish car bomb, I would say, falls more into the manly side. Ugh. I love them. I still can't do them after that battle with Fezzy. 
from the Ron and Fez show. Number nine on the list was the Billionaire's Margarita. What's in that? I guess it's uh, five ounces of crushed ice, uh, Jose Cuervo, um, Grand Marinere, uh, or Marinade, whatever it is. Hey, where's Misfit Matt? Lime juice and lime. Misfit Matt, hideout heretic. Top five heretic. Mm-hmm. He would, what is it, a three horsemen, four horsemen? What is that thing he got us at Chiller's one night? And it was maybe the worst tasting drink I've ever had. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. But it was like, it was all the intent, like tequila, Jack. Uh, was it the three wise men or no? I thought it was a or four horsemen. Four horsemen, yes. And I didn't know what it was in, but that seems like it's a man it, shot. And I wouldn't do it. That was on my birthday when he was doing, when he was giving them to us. And I handed it over to other people. I'm not doing the three wise men or a four horsemen ever again in my it, life. Anything a shot girl brings around, is that manly? No, that's Iro- usually pucker. Ironically, which I love. Ironically, though, it's a hot. You know, shot girl trying to get dudes to do it. Yeah, a girly, I mean, fruity drink. Because dudes are what buy buy the drinks, you know. Dudes would be buying them for chicks and everything, so you got to sell them to the dudes and you need a hot chick to do it. How about vodka straight up? Yeah, I think vodka straight up. That seems intense. Ah, it's not that bad if you get good vodka. Michelle in the 407. Here's Bacardi and Diet now, chunks. <laughs> Go ahead, Michelle. What's up, guys? Hey, sweetie. You guys are awesome. Let me tell you something. No, I've been a customer. bartender at Titty Bars for like the last, um, am I allowed to say titty? No, you no, dumped that no. one too. Hold All on. right, we're out of dump. Hold on I dumped second. you once, so I just hope you weren't going to go back to it. And then she asks, <laughs> did you get both of them? Yeah, I got the first one. Tommy got the second one. Is she on hold? No, I dumped her and oh, dropped her. Oh, just put her on I, call I, back, sweetie. I freaked out. <laughs> I got scared. Yeah, because she said... At uh, mm-hmm. she worked at a strip club. Yeah, it's okay. You gotta call them strip clubs. Matt, you gotta screen those. I wanted to call back though. I'm very interested in what she has to say. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. I oh. can't take any calls right now. Yeah. Well, All right. Well, Scott wants to know what about a kamikaze? Is that manly or femme? That's femme. What's in a kamikaze? Um, do you know what's in a kamikaze? A dead Asian. Yeah, guy. it's. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. That's manly. I think the kamikaze is the aftershock. Very light. It? All right, hold on a second. It's on your little list here. Is it? For, it's number seven on Manliest Drinks. Smirnoff, Triple Sec, Lime Juice, or Sour Mix. Anytime my girlfriend orders a drink, I can't consider it manly, though. Mm. My girlfriend loves that drink. Mm. She's stronger than you. She is. She can handle her liquor way better. Parker in the 321, what do you got, Parker? Um, I was just calling. I know somebody. You guys had said uh, rum and coke, but what if you order it as a captain and coke? Is that manly or femme? All right, captain and coke. It sounds a little bit better. The problem, captain and Tennille, It could seem a little gay. <laughs> so I don't know. Again, it's on how you say it. I like a fruity drink. <laughs> it's true. Except now it's a martini app. What the hell's a martini app? It's Apple tea. Except that. what? Yeah, he's trying You're to, not going to get a drink that way. He's trying to butch it up. She's going she's gonna to go, what? I go to gay bars. No, that's not what I was saying in her ear. <laughs> oh, it's all clear now. You shut the hell up. Wild Hawk in the 407, what do you got? Uh, The Rusty Nail. It's whiskey mm. and drambuie. Yeah. What's drambuie? It's, uh, it's this, like, spiced whiskey. It's like whiskey and whiskey. Oh. Uh, it, I don't know. It just, sounds like it's death. Super nasty and super manly. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds oh. like a dude drink. I thought the rusty nail like candy cane. <laughs> candy cane. 
It sounds like something a couple of dudes would drink in the country and then do each other on. You know what I mean? Now I'm interested. Tonight you're the rusty nail. I'll be the wood. Or vice versa. Snow in the 407. What do you got, Snow? Uh, the Golden Sunrise. What's the Golden you, Sunrise? You got a, a Bacardi Limon in, in Corona Light. Ooh. All right, is it, uh... How Did in, you drop it or what? How intense is it? No, no, no. You just take a little bit of, out of the Corona Light, and then you pour the Bacardi Limon. And it has to be Limon because it makes it settle so nicely. Mm -hmm. You came and taste it. It's not hard on the throat or nothing. Everybody I've ever had try right. it. Loves it. What is this one again? I go by um, Golden Sunrise. I just named it. Okay. All right. <laughs> he just made it up. Bacardi Limon. Bacardi Limon. See, I think the... What is it? Golden Sunrise is something else. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was mm -hmm. involve a shower. Sean, oh God, no more. Sean in the 407. What do you got, Sean? Uh, real manly drink. Liquid cocaine. Which is? That's uh, Jagger, Goldschlager, and Rumplemints. Ooh. Oh, Goldschlager. Man, I ain't had Goldschlager since I was in college. Yeah, high school for me. Yeah, that was a big high school one. Yeah, that one, Aftershock and Avalanche. You know, we're at every high school party, and everybody's trying to, uh, with the uh, avalanche and uh, aftershock, trying to get the uh, rock candy out of the bottom. Uh, we want to take it to, to there. Uh, Mad Dog 2020, bitches. That's manly. Can T be manly? That's home manly. <laughs> it is. Homeless Dubs. manly. Yeah, I was going to say it, but I know he doesn't like us talking about it. By the way, could you please come out tonight and not go home and get high? Hmm. <laughs> Try not to. Ox in the uh, 301. What do you got, Ox? Hey, I'm trying to tell you about the white Broncos. I don't think you guys mentioned that yet. All right, what is it? Okay, white Broncos, your choice of vodka. You take your favorite vodka. You got to throw the red bull in. That represents the Bronco. You get a dashing OJ and a dash of cranberry for the blood. Uh, yeah. Dude, that is the funniest. I, and it sounds fruity, but mm -hmm. I'm writing it down. A white Bronco, you know, it, it doesn't sound that gay, so you can order it and be like, yeah, I, I'm cool. I was going to make an OJ joke, and amazingly... Oh, I knew that had to have, be something yeah. with it. All right, so it's, hold on, vodka, um, Red Bull. <laughs> that is actually hilarious. Um, OJ... And cranberry. That damn. That sounds fantastic. I'm already high on uh, a Monster Energy drink right now, but maybe tomorrow mm -hmm. or tonight we go out. Got plenty of time tonight to do a white Bronco. <sighs> you know what? Uh, go ahead, James in 352. James. This is Jeff. Jeff, whatever. Sorry, I, uh, Jeff. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> in the 386, I got uh, three wise men. The shot of Jack. Shot of Jim and shot of uh, Johnny Walker. All right, see that? Yeah. I think that. Thank you, buddy. That's what Misfit Matt was throwing around. I think that four horsemen just adds uh, Jose into the mix. Yes, I think Jose you're right. <sighs> All right, Garrett from Rational is funny as hell, and I like the kid. Mm -hmm. He's pissing me off. What's he doing? Bleeding fuzzy navel body shots <laughs> off of El Chick drink, right? <laughs> Kind of like a Bloody Mary. It's a hideout. Bloody Hefe tonight. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs>
best part about playing this music is I have human Coke can next to me, and I can just sit back and watch. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Matt can't hear this without dancing. Any kind of uh, hip-hop or fallout boy. And singing along as well. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just talking about manly drinks. I'm, I'm going to get loaded tonight. I don't know why. Yeah, you should write some of these down. Cause I got, well, I wrote down the white Bronco. That one was a killer. Here's one that uh, you might... Uh, uh, you know, K-Mike, you're an ass. I can't even say this one on the radio, but it's funny. It's, it's, it's basically my butt problems. <laughs> Flaming a recipe. Mm-hmm. Except it's not ass. Is the, the, it's a different word. Yeah. More specific. I'm going to send it to you, Dubs. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Open door the line, policy. The lines are packed right now. Awesome. Let's roll with it, then. Right. Let's get drunk on a Friday night. Let's go. Let's go to uh, Angel, a chick in the 386. What do you got? Well, it's, uh, you know, me and my boyfriend were talking about when we went to Cancun. Well, I went to Cancun. We went to a different part, but um, it's called the Big Black Richard. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> between that, it's um, tequila, Jose Cuervo, and I think it's whiskey with some orange juice. So <laughs> oh. it's like the strongest, nastiest drink I've ever smelled. I won't even drink it. So the whole time I was there, I was on vodka and some other stuff. Like don't take Zima, yeah. Stuff. No, I got yeah, you. I get you. Thank you, sweet. You know what's what's interesting about that is sometimes if you've had a bad experience with a, with a drink, mm-hmm. can you sniff it? No. Without for years, sometimes forever. I'm I'm just now able to stomach tequila because mm-hmm. I passed out at a gay bar. Drunk off tequila once in college. And the other thing, too, is the Irish car bombs. I just can't even be near them. Yeah, you did, uh, you did, what, uh, eight of them in like two hours? An hour and a half. Oh, it was nasty. And Fez from the Ron Fez show now on XM202. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you, you got messed one, up. He did one more than me. And then we both just passed out and puked, and he, he dry humped me. <laughs> uh, he was passed out in a gutter. I was praying why, for my life. Why does something gay happen every time you pass out? Either in a gay bar or getting uh, dry humped. I don't know. <laughs> Devin in the four hundred seven. You're asking for it. I'm you, sexy. It's the way you dress. Devin in the four hundred seven. What do you got? Hey, I got a good one. A moose rack. What's a moose rack? Okay, it's moosehead ale and a one liter uh, mug. Mm-hmm. And then they drop like a depth charger in there of every single hard liquor off the bottom rack. Oh, uh, that, that's not that's that's wrong. That's not manly. That's just stupid. Manly does not necessarily equate stupid. Dion in the four hundred seven. What do you got, Dion? How about a sweaty Mexican? What's that? You mix a little bit of milk so it curdles in your stomach. Oh, you got this in the booth right now here at the compound. <laughs> Well, just the belly button part. Stop, dude. I mean, I'm trying it, to... Is it sweating? It stings. Ugh. You can't smell it? No, I, I'll stay away from it, but thank you. Mm-hmm. The Million Dollar Man in 321. <laughs> Perfect. Most old school drink mainly is drink Boilermaker. Shot of whiskey and a pint of beer. And if you want to tough it out, just use wild turkey. A couple of those ought to knock you down. Yeah, I need... Yeah, the nice manly thing. Uh, in the wild turkey... Uh, Drink-wise. Is the one that lives up to its name. Because every time I do it, I make like a turkey-type noise. It, it, it just, it ugs me out so much. I go, <laughs> every time. Uh, <sighs> Let's go to Greg in the 407. What's going on, guys? Yo. Hey, bro. 
Hey, I had this drink while I was in the military, and I will never touch it ever again. It's called a kick and chicken. It's uh, Wild Turkey 101, Hot Damn 101, and 151. It oh. is unruly. There is no way. One shot has to just, you know, buzz you right there. Oh, I had about three, and I was done. I, I imagine. There's a photo of my chick on her MySpace. Mm -hmm. It was her 21st birthday, and so I guess her friends gave her a shot of 151. She'd never had a drink before, like ever. Mm -hmm. And she just passed out, <laughs> face down. From one shot of 151? From one shot. Now, uh... When I turned 21, uh, we were at Michigan State University in East Lansing. Bragger. And because they had all those people dying from uh, trying to do 21 shots, like in a certain amount of time on their 21st birthday, they will not in any bar serve you 151 on your 21st birthday. I they're didn't know that. Yeah, they, they're afraid that you'll overdo it. Oh, she took the picture off. Never mind. Aw. Let's <laughs> go to Val in the 407. Val. Hey, what's up? Yo. Yeah, I got flaming B-52 for you guys. What's a flaming um, B-52? All right. Uh, you got to use a regular shot, just a small shot. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you, you use about 30 grams of uh, balance. Now, hear me out. I know it sounds good this far. All right, 30 grams of bellies, 20 grams of Kahlua, and 10 grams of Cointreau. It's got to be Cointreau, and you have to light it up. Give it about 12 seconds. Take a straw into it and then just drink it from the bottom. It seems like it's too much work for a drink. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. I mean, I, I have trouble doing the trouble of, uh, you know, dropping it in. I think that sometimes does too much for me. Just the thought of dropping something and going back to the Irish car bomb. What did Even, you say? Flaming B-52? Mm -hmm. Wasn't that just the singer? <laughs> I mean, listen. Right. Listen right here. Side of the road to the live shack. This was the black guy that was behind me at the movie theater <laughs> last night. Mmm. Matt was behind you? Yeah, that guy too. Was the coke can moving? Yeah, he was singing like, Live Shack! I'm not kidding either. <laughs> He's laughing because he knows it's true. You missed it. He, he made the new intern manhole hug him during one of the segments. Why? I don't know. I had my headphones on. Why? Because I asked what ethnicity he was, and he was Jewish. And, <laughs> and then uh, that's just, it laughing. And I, no. and I said, sorry. <laughs> oh, he said, sorry? Why are you sorry about I've said some horrible jokes. <laughs> and the oh. next thing I know, I look over, and they're hugging. Napier looked over and was like, what the hell? And when Napier's looking at you saying, what the hell, you know you're in trouble. Let's go to uh, Joe in the 407. Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, I got a good one for you. I know you guys like the fruitier tasting ones. You're not, you know, not doing the whiskey ones. I uh, like a fruity drink. Mm -hmm. All right, this is good. And you don't even need a postal scale for this one, like the last guys. You know the grams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I was anyway. wondering what he was saying as far as like <laughs> if it was grams, grams. or what was going on. <laughs> I don't know, but this one, and it doesn't sound uh, too gay to ask for it either. It's called a surf on acid. A surf on acid. Surf on acid. It is Bacardi White, Bacardi Dark. Some pineapple and some cranberry, and topped off with just a splash of 151. And it, it's not too much to where you can't stomach it. It does. You get the fruity, and it will mess you up. All right, that. What's it called again? Surf on acid. Sir, I'm gonna write that one down. Surf on acid. Now, how about a Long Island iced tea? Is that fruity? Yes. Why? It's so strong, dude. It messes you up. Long Island iced tea, fruity. I know by name. I wish they could call it like a Dude Island iced tea. What? <laughs> 
That's not. That doesn't help. A muscle island iced tea. Is that better? I'm going to get my martini app tonight. I'll get me a dude island. <laughs> I'm going to dude island today. Lucky. Mm. All right. Uh, Michelle, the, 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 the stripper. I my piece about the whole drink thing. Mm -hmm. okay with you guys? You betcha, sweetie. Go ahead. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, guys come in early, earlier in the year, like, eight, you know, beers, and they drink beers and stuff, and then they, they start to feel like, comfortable with the, the dancers and stuff, and the dancers come over there and try to milk you guys for money and mm -hmm. shots and all that. And then they, they get the guys to do, like, uh, shots and all, and then they start doing, like, um... You know, just nice, like, uh, sex on the beaches and stuff like that. And then all the and kamikazes and rock lobsters and all, which are really good shots. And, and they get all the guys, like, liquored up and stuff. And then and then if uh, they feel like you guys are worthy, then they'll hang around. But if they're not, then they'll move away real quick. Yeah. But they get you guys, you know, and and, uh -huh. and, and after, sometimes after the, the, the chick course. leaves, you guys, yeah. after they leave, mm -hmm. then uh, they'll walk away and stuff. And you guys will still order those same mm. kind of shots and yeah. i don't think they're foo-foo at all no. and you guys still yeah they're really good they're mm. really good shots don't get really wasted mm. yeah. mm -hmm. ah! cut that bitch off next caller you wanted her back <laughs> i thought she had more that was the stripper that we had to dump earlier oh god i thought she had something cool to say what was she graded on the board? He's going through so many so fast that I told him to stop grading right now. No, don't stop grading. Just for right now. No. I told him to go she back. Was, she was a C. Okay. <laughs> okay. A gr C grade. Yes. Uh, yes. Sorry. Thank you. I Very understand. Nice. <laughs> oh, I get it. You mean like a C cup. Oh, mm -hmm. mm. Alex in the 816. Oh, no. Hello, oh, dudes. Yeah. I've been trying to perfect a little uh, equation. It's called the Tasty Soho, but you can't order it in Sound Manly, but if you can actually swallow it, I think your penis grows. I refer to it as the Tasty Soho. It is gin. Enough. Enough. Matt, this is why I want you to continue to grade even if we have a lot of calls. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this might be something I'm into. RK, no, RK in the 321. Hey, what's up, hot out? Yo, hey, buddy. If hey, I'm going to get I'm sorry? No, uh, go ahead. Okay, so uh, I know you're talking about the Long Island iced tea, but uh, uh, have you heard of the, the Texas iced tea? No, what's in the Texas I, iced tea? I think tea? I have. Go ahead. Yeah, basically it's the same thing, but it's topped off with a shot of tequila, man. It'll take all that fruitiness out, man, and it'll put you right where you need to be. I actually have heard of that one, RK. And Dubs, you should you, you should that order. That does sound more manly. The Texas iced tea is way better than the except Long for, Island iced tea. Except for it's still the Lone Star State, so, I mean, it, it really kind of still has... The gay thing to it. Lone, not brown. Yeah, but there's still only one star in the body. Why are you going to mess with Texas? Haven't you ever heard? Don't. Exactly. Don't. I, thought, I thought I was supposed to remember something, too. The Alamo. Mm. Got to get that all straight. Get the bike from the basement. <laughs> there's no basement to the Alamo. Francis. <laughs> Let's go to April the 863. What's up, April? Hey, what's up, guys? Good, mm. sweetie. Hey, my favorite drink is Amaretto Sour. It tastes fruity, but it sounds manly. <laughs> Amaretto Sour t uh, sounds manly? No, here's I the think thing. not. Better than that is a cherry vodka sour. <laughs> I like No one's ever heard of that. Yes, oh, they God. had to have heard of a cherry vodka sour. Michelle, you're back in the hideout. Michelle. Yes. Yo. Hey. 
Yeah. I want to tell you that I broke a man's penis. <sighs> Cut that bitch off. Next caller. I like her. She mm -hmm. has potential. She's unruly. Yeah. We can't control her. If we were on satellite, I think it could be a little bit easier. Maybe we just do, let's get her phone number. We call her for another version of Hideout Uncensored. Okay. And just chat with that bitch and see what she's got to say, because you know we can't put her on air. Mm-hmm. Apparently some guy showed up here with four boxes of porn. <laughs> you kidding? That's what Mad Matt said. It's probably porno Dan. No, it's some bald guy with a goatee, he said. Hmm, maybe porno Dan has a new look. I have a feeling that tonight's open door is going to be insane. Crazy. Just un out of control. The interns are going to try to battle. I don't know if we can get that in over Porno Dan. Mm -hmm. Then we got trailer trash we got to do. It's I don't know. I think we just cancel. Cancel the open door? I think we cancel the rest of the show and just go drinking now because all mm -hmm. these drinks sound way too good. Well, here's another one from Roger in the eight, uh, 386. Roger. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Hey, uh, I got a good one. It's called a Red Death. Red Death. That has to be manly. Yeah, we used to drink that one back in high school. It's a kamikaze and an Alabama slammer mixed together. Boy. Ooh. I thought after... it was vodka and a tampon. Yeah, after number two, good night. <laughs> Thank you. See ya. thought that's what Andrew Jackson called for. Indian death joke? No? That's not funny. Hmm? Maybe you didn't know that my people died. So your people could come here and give us diseases. I don't know what you're talking about. As a Jim in the 350T. As a lifelong Redskins fan, I'm offended. <laughs> Jim in the 350T, what do you got? Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. This one's a good one for you. A shot of slow gin, a shot of southern comfort, a shot of vodka mm -hmm. mixed with orange juice. And he said I might not be able to say it, but it's called a slow, comfortable screw. That's cool. Slow. Yeah, like just like a just like a screwdriver. No, that, that very sounds close. that sounds mm -hmm. very good. I think my favorite of the night's the white bronco. <sighs> Michelle's back. There's rum and Can diet. Can we go to her? No. Here's the thing. I'm I'm not lying. Okay. Get her phone number. Tell her she will be the second uh, subject of Hideout Uncensored. Where we will call her, do an interview, we'll set it up sometime next week. Yeah, we just can't talk to her on air right now. And it'll be well worth it. I'm sure that bitch has some crazy stories. Mm -hmm. Working as a uh, strip club bartender. I'm half tempted to want to talk to her again, but we'll have to wait. No! How many times you dump her today? I know. Well, then no, it's not worth it. I know. I'm sorry. Is that the open door people? Yes. I'm in the booth and I can hear them. Mm-hmm. Is Dan here? He has to be. I have he, no idea. There, there's only one man that's out loud, and that's Porno Dan. Chunks, are you going to see what's going I on? I hope someone brought food other than Chick-fil-A. We love Chick-fil-A, but it's every week. Yes, and I need some... Are you going to go check? What are you doing, rum and diet? If, I open the, if he opens that door, it's just going to pour in with noise. Well, that's why I kind of wanted to hear. Otherwise, it wouldn't have brought up the noise. You can hear it. Definitely on the air. All right, we got to take a break as I go potty. Jesus. Is that Big Hands? Yes. Always unruly Big Hands is. Hey, Tommy, did you get the scoop on uh, Angel Jenny, Matt's check? No, because that's when you noticed that I wasn't listening. Mm. I was just, uh, do you want, it wasn't anything that big from from what he did tell me. Oh, really? 
Yeah, because I said, hey, why'd you throw me under the bus saying that uh, you blocked her because I said she was annoying me on the IM? What does my IM have to do with you blocking her? And then he said, well, that's because she talks to everyone on the show, and then... She doesn't talk to me, thank God. Well, you get my spaces. Just one about her diaphragm. <laughs> it is not Porno Dan. It is a gentleman in the back with a cart, like a, a, a pulley full of porn. Is it new or used? It's, they're, they're all new, but I mean, there's bags and bags and boxes. Ew, I'm not in the bags. Of porn <laughs> that he brought in. <laughs> I would take a break. I'm telling you, it's an unruly night in the hideout. You got about 20 minutes to get up here for the open door. With if you food. Wanna, if you want to miss part of the beginning, you got good 45. 2500 Maitland Center Parkway. Why do I have a feeling this is going to be the last open door? Mm-hmm. Even though it's sponsored by Taco Bell. Uh, it, it, it's shaping up to be a very, very, um, offendable one. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back to the hideout. Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. I need Napier and Manhole to the uh, main studio, please. Napier and Manhole. Manhole, Napier, please report to the main studio. Interns, hideout interns, Manhole and Napier. Last night there was a debate between the two interns. Mm-hmm. Manhole won. For hideout points. Manhole, brand new intern, day two. Uh, and um, unfortunately for him, like last week, Dubs and I decided a new intern would be man- named Manhole. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're giving him the chance to change his radio name, but he's got to earn seven hideout points. Last night he destroyed Napier in a debate. Internet versus television, and the two of them, and he earned three hideout points. Tonight, <clears throat> it's a little bit different, and I want to I want to change the rules just a little bit, Jaden. Okay, you're going to amend them. Yeah. Um, we got a pogo stick, mm-hmm. and both of them are pro- are pretty good at pogoing. I said whoever Napier throughout the challenge, whoever beats each other, whoever beats the other. Obviously wins in the pogo challenge. He just bounced. But beyond that, um, like let's say Napier wins by three, then he gets three hideout points, and Manhole gets three subtracted. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that hurts him because Manhole's got to get the uh, seven hideout points in the next now six days. But yesterday it was seven days. Well, we had decided if however number of jumps you lost, you get shocked that many times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've decided to amend it. How so? Napier brought in a dog collar, mm-hmm. a dog shocker. So I think, Dubs, <laughs> we put the dog shocker on them. While they're hopping? While they're doing the pogo jumps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just heard Napier go, that was a bad idea. <laughs> Oops. Wrong night to bring that, damn it. So whoever, now if you can keep jumping... <laughs> I'm just going to get bad. Well, if you can keep jumping, 
Are we still going to spread the thumbtacks across the ground while they're hopping? I believe we have to. Mm-hmm. Manhole just shook his head. You agreed to those terms yesterday. <laughs> Manhole? You okay with that? Yeah. <laughs> Good I job. guess. Nice. Napier? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> All right. You guys sound very enthusiastic. I I like it. Anti-Manhole wants to know if Napier stole the dog collar from Hooch. <laughs> if it was hers. <laughs> I don't think they create a collar big enough. That's what she'd wear to the blue room. Um, <laughs> I was an idiot. Ugh, turns in the onion house. <laughs> All right, boys. So you want to get this going? Where do you want to do it? Probably downstairs would be the best, so we don't hit any equipment. What are you producing now? You asked. No, it's good. Good job. You were thinking. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't be mad at you. Uh-huh. You're on Team Hefe. We're on the same team. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think we sit in the boys downstairs, Dubs. Now, would you like to go downstairs and call the play-by-play? Do we want, uh, do you think uh, Chunks has moved up in the ranks enough to be able to do play-by-play or no? Do we not trust him? I don't think so. Mm. I don't want to be a complete ass, but I seriously doubt it. Okay. Since when did it become, or you know what? I could go downstairs. If you want to, that's fine. I don't mind going downstairs while, the bo- while these boys pogo. And that means I also get to do the, the collar shock. Mm-hmm. And you'll enjoy that. Manhole. Now, all right, here, who's in Well, I, we could put this up for grabs. Who's in charge of the uh, dog collar shocker? Should I be? Should the other person be? Like, whoever's not jumping, so should Napier while Manhole is uh, pogoing, or should, you know, and vice versa? I like you being in charge of it. Me right. too. Really? <laughs> well, we are on the same team. moderator. I understand. That's me. I'm unbiased. <laughs> Can you go grab the uh, the dog collar really quickly? I want to see. It's how... a big, thick 1980s one. Yeah. Remember the one time we t- we tied chunks up mm-hmm. and then put that on him. Oh, he was. And he, he started was freaking out. Just freaking out, like I've never seen someone freak out before. We yeah. had him hog tied, mm-hmm. and he was. Uh, we had him hog tied through the commercial break, and he was trying to get out of the studio, hitting his head on everything, falling over. Just trying to get away. And you aren't going to run away from us while you're hogtied and uh, we have a taser. We're going to catch you. And he was banging his head. Put it on. Like trying to knock himself out before we got to shock him. Put it around your neck, Napier. <laughs> yeah, it's a dog collar. Mm-hmm. All right, Napier is putting it on. This is why I they like were, this They were tasering each other yesterday yeah, with yesterday, no problem. Yeah. Now, now they're wincing over the dog collar. I was actually hitting him with it before the show. All right, is it turned on? Come here, Napier. You got to rub the red uh, spot against the red spot on that thing. What's the problem? Nothing. Turn around. Come here. It's not on, you liar. What, are you going to act? <laughs> That's on. All right, go over there. Hold on, stand there. Hold on. <laughs> Get over here so Dubs can see you. <laughs> Let out a little scream so we can hear it. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. This makes me go hair. Now, well, <laughs> I got him as he was walking and he wasn't expecting it. He hit his nose. Did Man, will, will Manhole put it on now real quick? Yeah, Manhole, put it on. Even the score here. <laughs> Just so that Manhole can get a little taste. Well, what did you hit on the door? My nose. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. You weren't expecting him to hit it again, were you? 
Yeah, he just thought it was going to be, you know. <laughs> That's funny that it goes through the glass. Oh, yeah. That thing travels. You all locked up there? It's for, like, if you're sitting in your house, you might you don't want your dog to run too far. You sit there watching him, and you hit it. All right. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. He just fell the <laughs> You all right? Uh, <laughs> he looks pissed. <laughs> uh, you can take it off. I got you pretty good, man. <laughs> he buckled. <laughs> he fell to the ground. That was like the time Chunks had ate the Crystal Burger with the hot sauce and everything in it, and you just saw him crumple to the floor. Bring it in here, and I'll, uh... <laughs> Do I get him? No, I'm not going to get him again. I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> He's pulling it away from his neck. I swear to you, I'm not going to do it. I, I promise. <laughs> Hold on. Let me turn it off. You have to touch the tube, Marks? Yeah, I turn, turn it off. It, it's officially off. There you go. <laughs> yeah, take it. Did that... that... How, about he, how about he has to wear it on his neck, and I get to wear it on my arm, since it was his idea. Did it... Was it that bad? It was just... I don't know. It don't be a really sissy, man. Doll, but right. He's calling you a sissy. He just called you out. Go in there. Get out of my face. And turn. Oh, my God. That was awesome, the way he buckled him, the way that uh, Napier buckled and hit his face on the... Uh... Michelle the stripper is back on the line. <laughs> no. I don't understand it. No. We've talked about you, how we aren't going to take your call right now. Did we get her phone number? Yes, we got it. All right, well, tell her we're going to do an interview. <laughs> we did. All right, she keeps on calling back. She says, you, you guys need a hot, cool chick on your show. She didn't sound hot, though. Do you have any uh, ideas on who? We should ask her. I was an idiot. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, get her on the phone. Put her on, but be ready. Okay. Now, don't make me dump out of you, Michelle, okay? Of course not. Sorry, I don't want you to make a dump. Okay. Do you want to? You want to come up and hang out one night? Oh man, I'm so hot. You couldn't even fathom how hot I am. All right. So well, you need somebody way cool on your show, just like me. All right. Well, why don't you come up then? I mean, I don't want to go go up there and play like Dungeons and Dragons with you guys, because like that's probably what you guys are doing, right? No. No. No, I'm way too hot for you guys, but uh, but I love you. I love your show and stuff. But uh, well, then come I up like here. Come up there and do a lot of stuff. Well, okay. come on up. Well, I'm gonna put you back on hold, and uh, Matt's gonna tell you how to get up here and when to be up oh, here. Oh, really? Yes. All right. Mm. All right. Hold on, sweetie. Can I bring my boxing gloves up that bitch night? Out. Yes, you can. Call this one. You can actually punch there. That one I don't mind. Right, let's take a break. We'll head downstairs. We'll open up the doors, open door policy. Our buddy Porno Dan is here. Now, do you want to do the downstairs pogoing next? I think so. Okay. Works for me. Yeah, I think we do it then. We'll bring all the heretics down. We'll come up. We'll play some trailer trash. We'll talk it up with Porno Dan. Busy Friday night in the hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. This is Jimmy Jam. Hideout heretic number P15034. When I'm not listening in the hideout, you can catch me sipping brandy by the fire while reciting Shakespeare. And they say heretics are not sophisticated. You're listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 
Welcome back in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Can I get a USA? USA! 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 Open door policy. El Jefe's on the phone downstairs. Jefe. Hey, buddy. What's up, bro? All right, you ready for this? Yeah. Now it's time for Manhole to try to earn back his radio name. Yesterday he beat Napier in the debate challenge. Tonight it's the actual physical challenge, pogo sticking. And we need to count. Somebody needs to be in charge. One of the heretics down here needs to be in charge of counting the number of jumps. So set up what uh, they're wearing the shot collars, right? They're wearing the dog neck shot collar, and they'll be Mm -hmm. jumping at my discretion. Uh, I I just activated the shot collar. Mm Mm-hmm. At my discretion, I will uh, shock them, and we will see how uh, they end up doing. How about the thumbtacks? Huh? How about the thumbtacks? We didn't get the thumbtacks. Why not? Well, because I'm afraid, honestly, we're downstairs in the lobby. We're not outside because it's raining. Mm -hmm. I don't want to leave thumbtacks around. (laughs) Who who walks barefoot in the lobby? I, I just shot Napier, and he just, he took a knee. No, here what do you want? What's the problem? I was just hoping to turn down the voltage a little bit. No. No, it's full. Absolutely not. Plus. So, I, oh, I just did it again, and he just fell to the ground again. All right, so now it's whoever jumps the most, J-Dub, mm-hmm. will end up winning. Okay? Then the number of the number of points in between, jumps in between, that's the difference. All right? All right. For, now, the big thing is that Manhole, if he gets four more pogo jumps than Napier, he gets his seven hideout points, and he can change his name, okay? The boy hole, right? No. No? Okay. No, not at all, you ass. All right, Napier, whenever you're ready, you can begin. Glory? Uh, I need a heretic to count him out. Mud? All right, Napier is cheating. He is jumping one-handed with the... Uh, Shot collar pulled away from him? Yes, with a shot collar pulled away. Tell him to stop ruining bits. He's choking himself out, but I can't. I'm shocking him, and it won't work. Let me see if he can hear this. Oh, it sounds like one of those videos that I brought in. It's like Michael Hutchins. It's Michael Hutchins all over again. He's really going incredibly long. This is actually working out. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you got to let go of the shot collar. That's not fair. He's literally turned red from the lack of circulation. He's cheating, flat out cheating. How is that cheating? Oh, well, this is cheating. He's a professional pogoer. He he's been practicing with one hand. They didn't like, set any rules. Go shove him. Right, the problem is that every like pogo jump that Napier does, that Manhole does it, that's a point taken away from Manhole. That's ridiculous. You can hear manhole's pit. What if he goes with the whole like a religious thing? Goes by handhole. Do we have no? a count right now? <laughs> he's, at, he's up to one twenty-three. Manhole has now just literally walked away pissed. He's angry at Napier. I I can't believe Napier. Napier, believe it or not, he's has uh, he's one fooled talent. you. Let's he's outsmarted you. And he fell. Good job. Don't take it off yet. Don't take it off yet. Now, I want you to come here. Napier, let me talk to you. What's going on? I'm a little tired. From? Heart's kind of racing. I'm pogoing. Oh. I'm afraid if you shock me now, I'll probably have a heart attack. 
All right, well, let me, let, me, let me shock Please you. Please kill him. All right, go ahead and take it off. All right. Kill let that me go to EJ big from bundle the U. of radio aids. Let me go to EJ from the U who has the official count. EJ? 150. 150 pogo jumps. Manhole, you need to get 154. Make sure he knows that that doesn't make him cool. Um, uh, what's the problem? I need to use this technique of holding the shocker away from my neck and doing it one-handed. <laughs> one-handed yet, though. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't practiced one-handed. Does I gotta say, as as far as Team Hefe goes, Napier came up in a big way. He got his ass handed to him yesterday for speaking. Uh, it's radio, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to one-handed pogoing, yeah, the lobby like... of the Clear Channel compound, he's awesome. Something that really doesn't help us out a whole lot except for one one bit. Except for showing Manhole, mm-hmm. who's intern boss. No, 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 no. you got to put it on better than that. He, he at least put it a little bit tighter. Manhole trying to cheat in every way possible. Did you say you almost want to forfeit? Yes. You can't forfeit. Boo. Yeah, you're uh, right now. You're uh, he's 147 points in the hole. <laughs> Getting his radio name. All right, then we put it on. He's literally holding it back. That's a little loose, but I. <laughs> uh, you know who he is? He's he's Andy Kaufman. We should call him Latka. Uh, <laughs> Latka. Uh, that would be your new name, Manhole. If you're able to win the challenge. Do what? I'll take Manhole. Oh. Uh, all right, go ahead Dirty and hop bastard. on. Let's see how many point, how many uh, pogos you get. One, two. Hey, you got it going good. He's actually jumping really well right now. This Jay. does sound like a gay porn. It's the hideout. Oh yeah, you got it radio, going, bro. Yeah. One hundred four point one. Keep on bouncing it. As we're downstairs, he's having trouble. He's a little out of control. Oh, he fell! How many did he get? 34! 34. Normally I'd be impressed with that. And he throws the pogo stick down. He's he's Tough guy. I'll show his pogo stick. And he just now threw the the dog collar. Hold on, don't go anywhere. we got to do the post-interview. Napier, how you feeling? I'm doing all right, okay. That's Napier now, very smugly, with a cigarette in his hand. I'm going to go out and uh, you know, pogo while I have a smoke. All right, he's going to go outside and smoke and pogo. That makes it cool. Manhole, how you feeling after this first devastating loss? Last night you came up in a big way with three points. Tonight you ended up losing 122. <laughs> On your way to seven. Uh, how you feeling? Very frustrated, very angry. Hating Napier very much. Very gee. Wish we didn't go to Walmart. Uh, huh? Yeah, because you guys, there's, there's have to do with outside pogoing and smoking, Dubs. Um, what do you feel like you want to do to Napier now? Uh, I want to go Kissing. grab the pogo stick from the bottom. Oh. Uh, hopefully he'll hit his ball. Go <laughs> I don't understand right, why this guy's going to be so gay. He's running out there. He just pushed Napier. He just pushed Napier down who was smoking and pogoing. <laughs> All right, Dubs, we finally have the conflict that we've won. Mm-hmm. Team Hefe is coming apart at the seams. It's going to be a cat fight. With Napier and Manhole. <laughs> what a I've battle of titans so much, that is. Yeah, I've never had so much fun in life. <laughs> Ooh, look at this. Uh, Angel Jenny, Matt Howard's girlfriend's in the lobby. Uh, I, 
<laughs> What's the problem, Angel Jenny? Would you be willing to put on the shot collar? Would you be willing? She changed her hairstyle, too. I don't know if that's a new thing to make Matt jealous or what's going on. All right, Dubs. Well, I'm going to come back upstairs. Sound good? All right, cool. I'll talk All to right. Porno Dan. Uh, for, can uh, Porno Dan jump on one of those mics over there? Hey, uh, Matt, can you move over just for a second so I can talk to Porno Dan? Porno Dan, PornoDan.com, stopping in. Our old DC friend. Always good. Always good to see you guys. Always good to come down to see my favorite show, The Hideout, here in Orlando, Florida. So uh, you, you, you're bringing up some porno chicks for yeah, us. Yeah, I've, I've got porno chicks. Actually, one is dropping off her daughter right now. We're gonna <laughs> hang out at the. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I support, I support hey. single moms in many ways, not just strip clubs. I now, actually employ them. Now, uh, which uh, which chick stopping up? Uh, her it's her website is sexycarenxxx.com. I think and she was in, yeah, she was the one into lactation. She, she was in the lactation a couple mm-hmm. years ago when she was on your show in DC. And she doesn't do that anymore. Well, you know, sometimes yeah, the stuff does yeah, dry up. Yeah, you know, mm. it's God doesn't that's intend that, to do it forever. That's a unfortunately. shame. Yeah, we're tragedy. Open, we're open to have cereal. Yeah, so, uh, me too. Instead, we'll have Pop-Tarts, but it's okay. Is that what they're looking like now? That's what After they're, everything? Actually, they're, they're looking pretty good, pretty to tell you the truth. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, surprisingly so, enough. You'll it, see it does, shortly. Does she have a niche in the market right now, or is she just um, basically straight-up regular porn? She's straight-up normal boy-girl, girl-girl, mm. solo stuff, you know, passe porn. Is, is there anything else? You, like, why are you in Orlando? For the I, week, well, or are you just here, down here to visit? No, nah, I promised her. I promised her daughter actually I'd come down here and visit, but I was very intoxicated. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm such a sweetheart of a porn producer, aren't I? Mm-hmm. We were in DC, and I promised I'd take her to Disney World, and uh, so, yeah, so I actually did come down, and we did, did go to Magic Kingdom, and uh, I actually sure had a great did. time. Oh uh, no, I'm a porn producer with a heart. Can I say? You know. <laughs> So <laughs> I was sexy. actually going to shoot with a couple girls um, as well How, while I was down. How's here, the new no. prospect looking? Because I know you, if you're going to take her to uh, Disneyland, you're expecting some kind of movie uh, from her in the future. There's <laughs> some kind of perspective. Uh, I think her sir. mom will pay me back in triplicates. So I don't have to worry about that. All right. <laughs> so that will be cool. How things out here? So now this group of rowdy rascals we have in front of us. This is the heretics. Is that what they call yes. themselves? Or yeah. rascals uh, works too. All I like right. That. And uh, how did they, who's, who's, who's the guy who looks like Castro here? That's not Hefe, because he goes around acting like Hefe. Uh, what's your name, Big Phil? You. Not Hefe. Not? Not Hefe. Not Hefe? Can yeah. we call you Castro? Now, is sure, there... I'm not Cuban, but I... <laughs> uh, I, I thought you were. Hat, you know, and you got the kind That's... of beard thing going on. Yeah. Hey, do you see any of the guys in here that you would like to recruit for a porno? Because we've, we've had Matt Albert set up in three different well, ones. Matt Albert, he flakes he, on me. Yeah, you know? he, he, I mean, he always backed out. And Chunks has just proven he's just absolutely worthless time and time again. He's scared of everything. We've had, Even though I still love him. We've had Chunks set up for uh, porn I, shoots. I, I love Chunks, and I will put Chunks in any movie at any time, anywhere in the world. I would let Chunks come to Europe with us if he wanted would to. Would you do a movie with him? Would you uh, just put a wig on? and? Would, uh, yeah, would you share a girl with Chunks? <clears throat> chunks can come anywhere we shoot. When I go to L.A., I have right. to, I, Chunks has a wide open invitation. I'll actually be <laughs> back down here at, uh, in your happy state next month mm-hmm. for a big porn convention. Which I invited you guys to last year to the Internet Convention, which is the biggest convention of the year. And, um, and where is it at? That's in Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, Florida. Okay. And if, and if the Chunks wants to come down, I know I invited last year. I guess 
last year to have the budget, but this year I'm hoping you guys do. Send them <laughs> down. Let them hang out with me. Budget, hideout. Less than last year even? Yeah. Come on, you guys. You were at the Megatropolis of Conglomerate. You are with the Clear Channel. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, here's the thing. Porno Dan, did you bring up any ladies tonight? Yeah, one of the on her way right now. She's dropping a kid off right now, actually, literally. But she's shortly here. I wanted to make sure I was on time after last time I was so late. That's why I wanted to make sure I was here. Did we tell you we had those people back on? Uh, the no. Mandingo Club? The Mandingo Mania? I tried to get in touch with them and kind of disappeared. Cause, you know, did he tell you he got in trouble from what we did? No. Oh. <laughs> he got in yeah, kind of trouble. I, well, we had the guys on, the Mandingo guy, right. uh, probably about a month after you came in and you guys mm -hmm. were running late. It was an interesting interview. It was a couple of uh, brothers who were into like the swinging. They do a lot of it down in like the Tampa area. They set up right. these parties. Mm -hmm. I got this scathing email from the chick that you brought originally talking about him is that how he got in trouble or what how did he end up getting tr in trouble what scathing email is this now it's a, it's from the original chick that you brought that he brought when he came with you the mm -hmm. first go round. and he said no i didn't know that chick sent an email yeah she sent me an email talking about how he was a deadbeat i think dan's talking about the time where the cops were called because of suspicious activity well, yeah dan, tommy's on the right path all yeah. right dan tell us what ended up happening there. all right what happened was i got after we left the state of the happy place that we were, I got contacted by a reporter, wanted to know what happened down there, and because uh, you know I'm oblivious to reality, I don't really know what happens anywhere I go. Right. But uh, apparently the local populace weren't too thrilled at the fact that somebody had rented a house down there and uh, had consenting adults, you know, shooting adult video. But technically, there's nothing you can do about it. No money's being exchanged hands. You know, it's just consenting mm -hmm. adults doing what they feel like. But they were pretty up in arms about it. But the chief of police and the mayor and everybody else looked into it and said, you know, legally there's nothing they can do. There's nothing to prevent people who are just, you know, who want to shoot porn in the privacy of their own residence from shooting porn. Mm -hmm. The issue was the house wasn't his house. It was a house that was rented. So that's Four what, seconds. That's what happened. All right, so that was what the big deal was? That was the big deal. And I guess the local community kind of came up in arms because one of the girls who was in a scene, apparently, did, you know, mm -hmm. ran her mouth to people and stuff like that. And that's what you do at those parties. What's it? Yeah. Uh, so the girl you're bringing in tonight, what's her specialization? You've actually uh, met her she, before. She used to. She, she used to she's, uh, She dried up? Yeah, since the kid. Yeah. Oh, no way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she can't do it anymore. So. Lact lactation was it. So what now? Powdered milk. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. We're going isomil. <laughs> All right. Very Pain good. Is very sad now. Um, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Who's this good-looking girl that you're? Is this your girlfriend? That's my chick. Leave her alone, <laughs> Dan. She's not going to be I'm in any parties. I'm glad to see you have a good-looking girlfriend. This makes me happy to see this. This, makes, this makes a smile to my face. Thank you, Dan. Now, my question is, when is my little buddy Chunks getting a girlfriend? Uh, I don't know, Chunks, when are you? Huh? <laughs> What's going on with that, Chunks? Chunks? Where is he? Where is he? I don't know, he is always he appears. Yes. Well, Dan, baby. does Dan know about Matt now? No, oh, Matt's not a virgin anymore. No, no wait a minute. Uh, how did... I, I gotta listen to you guys more on the internet. Yeah. How did this happen? And how much did it cost? Well, you'll meet the chick in a second. Yeah, she's here. By the way, Porno Dan, our buddy from Washington, D.C., uh, pornodan.com. He's visiting us down here in Central Florida. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. She was downstairs. I don't know if she's downstairs oh, I anymore. I meet this prize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, um. She, uh. Yeah, she took Matt Albert's virginity right about a month ago. Well, it's less than a month, right? Probably three yeah. weeks. Was is it on? Please tell me it's on the air. No. no. Man. You coward. But, um, 
And now, I don't know what's going on. There's some sort of, I don't know if they're breaking up or what's happening. Come on, big man, give me a little bit more dirt here. Yeah, tell I mean, my life's shown for the whole world to see. Porno, give Porno Dan a little info, Matthew. Uh, she's a very nice girl. <laughs> uh, we had fun. Things were said. Things were done. And, uh, you know, you're not, I'm, you know, I, I, there's not a bunch of bright lights. I mean, you know, there's not a little table standing across from us. You know, I don't have a bunch of guys with nightsticks staring at you. You're not, a, you know, yeah. come on. I'm not wearing a white robe. You can tell me a little bit more. But I'm in the position. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, buddy. Don't yeah, yeah, seriously, tell Porno Dan come about on. it. Look what, I've done 500 scenes. You know the embarrassing things I've done in my life on film? Michelle's Stop, calling back. I've done trampling videos and smothering videos and foot fetish videos I've starred in. <laughs> Bragger, right down here. Further shame to my family. It's all right. I, is is Angel Jenny still here? Did she leave? Let me see this prize. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Told you that. Told you that. Yeah, go Napier and your man bitch manhole. Yeah, I got a question. Where did, you find, where did you find a new kid from? Which one? The, the new guy, the lottery pick winner. <laughs> oh, Napier or yeah. manhole? Both of them just uh, here. Okay. Do I have the girl look at now? Can she come in so I can give? Can I give an inspection of her? Where is she at? Is she oh here? Oh, my goodness. There's just a never-ending menagerie of people that just comes to this door. Good God. It's a high-out open-door policy. Who's, who is the superstar I'm supposed, to be looking, I'm supposed to be looking for? Look at what is this? this my Lord, you guys have a complete... You've expanded tenfold since D.C. Oh, absolutely. This is just never-ending. Is, is uh, Jenny coming in? I Jenny. don't know what's going on, but... Uh, where's, where's Angel Jenny? Is she coming she's in? She's going to pull her in. Why don't you come in? Come Matt, on. Matt, go get come your on, shit. Come on, grab her. Please. Come on me. in, sweetie. Porno Dan is I'll be, long. I'll be nice. Porno Dan I promise. Long, has a long history with the hideout. He just wants to, to see it. Tell her to come in. I'll be I'm nice. I'm trying. You know, Porno We're, Dan tried numerous times to get Matt Albert laid with various porn stars. It yeah. just never happened. He wants to meet the girl that finally deflowered Matthew. Oh, you're very cute. I'm very surprised. <laughs> That's what we all said. We I'm, 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 I'm very pleasantly surprised. I'm not going to lie to you. I was expecting to see Broomhilda come in right now. <laughs> yeah, some uh, female Oompa Loompa. Uh, you know, I mean, I was expecting to see the swamp creature come in with the seaweed and going, ah, chasing me out of here and running for my life. Give me I'm some very credit. I'm impressed. How did you pull this off? Why would we give you credit, Matt? Uh, true. No, I'm very impressed. Was it chloroform? Yeah. A little uh, ether. Uh, I guess I, know, okay. I guess Angel Jenny said it's not Dan, it's Matt. That why she didn't want to come in, right? Why Why Matt? What's the problem? Get over on the mic. Get over there. Can where? someone offer her up a mic? <clears throat> All right, come on in, right sweetie. over there. Oh, there goes Angel Jenny. What's man, the problem? You guys have an entire army in Orlando. Yeah, it's the heretics, this is, this man. This is fantastic. The heretics here. I love Orlando. Uh, Jesus. All right, Angel Jenny. What's the problem with you and Matthew? Ask him. Uh oh. <laughs> Move out of the way so Matt can see. Manhole. Manhole. What's the problem, Matthew? There's no problem. What problem? I don't see any problem. I don't hear any problem. Things are going great. <sighs> why are you so now, tough to get anything out of? I don't know. He's, He's very, very uncomfortable. This is concerning me. Well, Matt or uh, Dan, Matthew lost all of his personality. He left it up in DC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he used to be kind of an animated little fellow that we could actually kind of fun he, with. Yeah, he packed his Xbox, but he forgot his personality. My and jokes. goodness. Um, Angel Jenny, you want to explain a little bit what the problem's been with you and Matthew? No. Why? Now, how do you get the name of Angel Jenny? How, can, just, can I ask you that? It's her internet name. <laughs> no, but how did you earn it? I'm the first girl in 65 years on my dad's side, and I have over 600 volunteer hours. 
Sure, she's huh? an angel. Aww. Aww. She does community okay. service, including... Oh, okay. I, I, I confused me when you said 600. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I usually start thinking? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 600, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was like, good gosh, man, you're a trooper. Kills like you. You're so, gold stars here in my book. Um. All right, by the way, Porno Dan hanging out in the hideout with us, Real Radio 104.1. I got to take a break. Mm-hmm. And... I want uh, I want to get to the bottom of this Angel Jenny Matt Albert fiasco. Finally, so Dan, but he wants it on video. <laughs> right, so, yeah, right. It's a hideout real radio one hundred four point one. Friday night in the hideout real radio one hundred four point one. Open door. The heretics are here in full effect. <laughs> USA. USA. Why? USA. There's no need. There's no. There's just no need. Our buddy Porno Dan is here from DC. He's visiting. Also, Dubs. I want to welcome into the fold. Are there a couple of new people who mm-hmm. come bearing presents? I, the one heretic doesn't want it known who he was. I'm not kidding. Five boxes of pornography. Yeah. Uh, handed out to the heretics. Now, my question is, why did the guys bring so much pornography in? Just cut? I don't know why. It was a special occasion. I don't is it, know what I mean, it is. They knew I was coming? Or is it, this is in honor of you? Now, what, usually, Porno Dan, I'm a little disappointed. Usually, PornoDan.com, you'll bring me your newest videos. I normally do. But I have a huge announcement, but I, I, can t- I can write down who I signed a contract with today exclusively to distribute my stuff for for the next uh, year and a half, All right, well, 18 months. But I can't say it because even though the paperwork is signed, um, right. I'm going to be exclusive with somebody, which is oh, it's congratulations. huge. Let's hear it for our buddy, Porno Dan. Moving up in the porno world. Yeah. Also, that's, uh, that's how I'm officially Oh, working. get out of yeah. here. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's legit. I hit, I hit the jackpot this um, time. But, dubs? Uh, so I can't, I have to kind of pull the reins on stuff. I grabbed one of the videos. And I, I'm not going to, uh... uh... Believe me, it's a huge corporation I signed with today. So, uh, this could be it's very big news. Go ahead, Dubs. I, I'm not going to say what the title is, but it's basically I'll Any use type. anything. <laughs> like... What? I'll use anything, like any object. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, so you brought the freaky stuff. Also, Dubs, joining us, the owner... There's a lava lamp on the front. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say it's uh, Michael from the Cigar Lounge at 165 Okiva Springs Road in Longwood. It's an advertiser here on Real Radio. I know Dirty Jim was out there earlier. He brought in cigars for the heritage. Wonderful. And I do believe that's going to be our undisclosed location, although I just disclosed it for uh, the party tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so, Dubs, right now, um, I, before we get back to talking to Porno Dan and his porno friend gets up here to do maybe a little show for us. Yes, she will. I do want to talk to Angel Jenny and Matt Albert for a second. Matthew, um, Angel Jenny, get around right the top of the microphone, sweetie. <laughs> it's things got a little hairy. You got, you know, Whoa. you took Matt Albert's virginity, then you wanted to have a threesome, um, or at least a two. Did you want to have two guys, or was it a guy and a girl? Guy and a girl. So you wanted to give him a girl on top of you after. No. What's wrong with you? We're, in fact, <laughs> Porno Dana, it worked out like this. Angel, Jim, hang on. For, hold on. From okay. Matt Albert's birthday, was going to give, and which is at the end of the month, was going to give him a uh, a threesome, two chicks and him. And somehow he's doing everything he can to sabotage it in the next couple of weeks. Angel Jenny, are you secretly having an affair with Chunks? 
Because yeah. <laughs> um, that's longer than my suspicion. Uh, here's the thing. Angel Jenny, i gotta, I got to ask you, sweetie. Yeah? Has Matt been ignoring you over the past week? Uh, it's my understanding that he has blocked you on the instant messenger, and you guys have not smoke, spoken. Do we really have to bring this up? Of course we do. I think we have to, because oh. I want to yell at Matt for being an ass. What's going on, sweetie? Nothing. <laughs> Go ahead. What's going on? My little sister can give you a run for your money. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sure she can. Now I don't even continue. know what that means. Um, I'm scared. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's He's, yeah. He's been ignoring you? <laughs> well oh, said. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine the conversation? <laughs> Why do you think it is, Angel Jenny? What's the problem? Um, do you think he's a big star now? Well, or do you, Or do you think that now that he's gotten that wang-dang sweet poon-tang, he's not interested anymore? Well, I mean, maybe I guess Probably. he did. So you think he was just using you for his first time? Yeah, I could. I now, did you, have that. you guys done it more than once, can I ask? No. Just once? What? You only did it one time, you moron? Now you're blowing her off? I mean, I mean in all honesty, was it, it couldn't have been more than five minutes. About seven, right? Yeah. You, she's get, she's spotting him six and she said seven. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have only done it once. Hold on a second. Everybody quiet. I just I, I need to delve into this. Matt, what are you doing, brother? What do you mean, what am I doing? What I, are you doing? She's been busy. Why are you being an ass and ignoring her? I know you're pulling some sort of thing where you're punishing her. I don't know if because she chats with Tommy on the IM. Or I don't. I, she sends me uh, MySpace messages about her diaphragm. I that was one time. One too many. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> Poor old Dan just going, what's what's happening here? He hasn't heard diaphragm in years either. I know. But what is the problem, Matt? It's been three weeks since you lost virginity. Now we're almost a month, and you've only done it once. Yeah. That's a problem, isn't it? Is it? Do you blame it on her? Well, she's been busy. I really... I haven't been able to talk to her all that much because I don't know her. I am might not be working. And uh, she's not on all that much. Do you and not have a high sex drive? Is that your problem? Who said that? Well, I mean, obviously that'd be the problem to me. I mean, looking at this from an outside party. I'm just saying I'm very good at what I do by myself. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a lot less work. Oh, man. So you would, on, you, would, you would rather be with yourself and Batch than be with Angel Jenny. She's kind of rough. What do you mean rough? What? With the, with the hand. It's like she's trying to husk it. <laughs> I know he's cooking the corn, cooking the corn. You know, in my entire life, and, and having been around the adult industry for over seven years, a thousand movies, I don't think I've ever heard a male say he'd rather be with himself than a female. Now I've heard some weird responses, other things other than females, but uh, yourself, bro, that's your preference. All right, Tommy, what were you going to say? I, I know he's not lying about that because he actually told me that one time about how rough and sore he was the next day. All right, now hold on a second. Hold on. Let me say this. Honey, you should not feel guilty. Matt, you're a moron because, if again, you know nothing, but you teach the chick, like, you you talk you you communicate. That's hard. No, it's not. You say, "Hey, slow down there." It's well, what do you race. think? People are Karnak, the mind reader, or something? Come on. You got to let her know what you're into, dude. Work up a lug. Do something. Yeah. <laughs> what? This is unbelievable. Angel Jenny, you want to write down something? What's the problem? 
Do you want to comment? I think he's no, he's not gay. He's just. I think he may. Fine. My only other partner was a woman. Forgive me. Oh, oh, oh. oh wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, get the, I got deeper. So she, you were a virgin too. All right, hold on a second. Hold on. We didn't know that. All right. Oh, <laughs> what a show I picked to come on tonight. Yeah, no kidding, Porno Dan. I told you it was gonna be nuts. I'm glad I'm here, boy. You know what, Matt? You're an ass. You're an ass. How am I an ass? How do I come out the bad guy in this? Because you're she blind. attacked me. <laughs> you're always first suspect. Yeah. Guilty. Dude, all you got to do is explain what you like. I mm -hmm. didn't know she was inexperienced. It took me years to, you know, do it myself, to get it right. <laughs> what? You haven't what does seen that even me mean? do it before. I'm skilled. Can we can we change his name to Righty? I have no. It's Lefty, by the way. It's Lefty. Oh God. Yeah, because he's on the computer, so his mouse. Uh, yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, right hand. I don't, I don't need a visual. I don't want to throw up. <laughs> Porno Dan here in the hideout with us. Real Radio 104.1. Angel Jenny, I I'm not lying to you. Screw him. It's not your bad. Well, no, not that. You, so because you've only been with a girl before, that's shocking to me. I was thought she was with a couple guys beforehand. Mm -hmm. I thought you had That's some boyfriends. That's the story that I was told. I have had some boyfriends. We never made it that far. He actually went for my best friend instead. Aww. Aww. Your boyfriends went for the best friend instead? Aww. That's not your fault, sweetie. Yes, it is. What? <laughs> no, Angel Jenny, do not. It's okay, sweetie. It's okay. I see he's as tactful as he was in D.C. Yeah, Dubs is Dubs just is, as tactful yeah, in D.C. Dubs has changed none. <laughs> Big hands, just crack it up in the corner. I, I, there's nothing for you to feel bad about, Angel Jenny. I really hate Matt right now. All right, let me ask. Right, I think he needs some punishment for this. Dog collar, if we get yeah, on his I, I neck. I think dog collar is even not. He needs something more severe. Hold on, let's take a call. More severe. John in the 407. What's going on, John? Hey, what's going on? Okay, you know what? Matt Albert's lucky that I get off work at 11 o'clock when you guys are done because I'd go up there and sweep Angel Jenny off her, off her feet, show her how a true man is supposed to treat a woman. There I you think go. you should. Angel Jenny, would you like us to get Matt Albert's phone number or this uh, John's phone number? What do you think? You know? No? Oh, sorry, John. Aww. I, think, I her, think she's upset right now. I think her heart belongs to uh, Matt. Tom is coming in. Well, that's good, because this is about to give out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just when things couldn't get any crazier. What's going on now? Manhole's girlfriend is here. Oh, Christ almighty. Double date. Uh, and Porno Dance Porno Chick is almost on the way up, too. <laughs> What is that right there? Just crazy this is, night. This is fantastic. I'm your show's got to be getting great ratings with this the combination we're, of you. We're awesome. Um, uh, yes, it's fantastic. Satisfied customers all over Central yes. Florida. Mm -hmm. So let me say this, Matt. I think you've actually probably ruined a good thing. Mm -hmm. Did you know you were taking? And that's the first time. It's not her fault. Yeah. Did you know you were taking a virginity? I didn't see any signs of her being a virgin. Let's just say that. What, what were you, you looking mean? for? The parting of the... Just, oh, hold on. Uh, you can't say that. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> right, hold on. I dumped. Uh, just to be I, safe. I, Everybody, shh. 407-916-1041, <laughs> So you're leery as to whether or not she may be a virgin. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Of course. <laughs> you're not even a phone screener. I don't know what you are. <laughs> yeah. You're a professional Xbox player. 
You um. Well, they're not racist. You know what you should do to get them jealous? I think you should go out with chunks. I think she's angry, dude. I, I think that's a that's a good way to get vindictive. Don't get angry. Go, go for the jugular. Don't get go angry. out with chunks. Don't get I'll angry. Just go out with another chick. How's that? No, don't get. That doesn't hurt. Don't do that. Don't get angry because then you're gonna push him up to your uh, girlfriends again, like you always done. What's Whoa. wrong? What'd she say? To go out with another girl, she actually has to have a personality, and and a lot oh. of girls around here don't have it. Oh, you say Matt? Does Matt have a good personality? Okay. I'm starting to wonder. Oh, that was a slight. <laughs> that was a dig a little bit. Don't be racist. Uh, well, you can go racial. I'm You're a better bigger. than that. <laughs> dig uh. I've heard him say that on the phone too, which is a funny thing. Someone called in for a job, and Matt goes, "Yeah, I don't think I'm a very good digger." I can dig a little bit, but I'm not really a good digger. I go, no, Matt, you're one of the good ones. Um, really. Come on. <laughs> Obviously not. Um, <laughs> you listen to this segment. Jesus. What? <laughs> Matt, this is cringy. Jesus Christ. You're a walking stereotype. You shut up. Uh, chicken grease over my mouth. Uh, go ahead and have your Sprite. Angel Ginny. Listen. God, dude. <laughs> Calm down. You said stereotype. <laughs> Angel Ginny. I want you to talk into the microphone. Just look at me. Everyone be quiet. Just look at me and tell me, are you disappointed that you got involved with a guy? What kind of a guy? And that a man child. Do you realize that that, yeah, that man boy shouldn't be... Boy. That, that, that he shouldn't be the... Uh, don't let him ruin guys to you. Because, obviously, look at him. He's mm. a failure. I wouldn't do that. There are plenty of guys here who would do you, and you should take advantage of it. Many of them could last longer than seven minutes. Maybe. Why don't you go after K-Fed behind you? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Dub's picking on the heretics. <laughs> Just give me the finger. <laughs> uh, Matt? Yes, We're, we're going to have to move on, play Trailer Trash. I know that Porno Dan's uh, mm. Porno Girl's going to get up here. we got to talk to Manhole's girlfriend. I'm sure Porno Dan knows plenty of women she would like. That's true. I do know an army of good-looking girls. Yeah. Let me ask, though. Mm-hmm. She's that, be- sometimes she's, you don't have She mean. talks only when it's off I'm mic. Not Jesus. Give me <laughs> well, she's begging for a personality, which I think says a lot about Matt. Mm. Matt, what are you going to do to salvage this relationship, or are you just going to chalk it up to being over? I'll see. I, I win. Know. Who knows? Well, Tommy, why are you gloating, my little friend? Because I we had a poll on the, when the relationship was going to end. Yeah. And, I, and, and by what was your under, Tommy? Mine was within a month, so tomorrow is uh, the last day. Now, let me ask oh, you. Tommy, you shouldn't gloat. Matt. It's fun, though. Yeah. Do you have no idea of what it's like to be a man? And now that you may have found out that this is possible, she's, you know, probably you were her first. You can't act like a douche like this. Just for guys, you can't do that, dude. You, you, why are you Why are you doing this? I don't think I'm acting like a douche. I think I'm playing hard to get. And uh... <laughs> She's already gotten you. You've already gotten each other. What's with the hard to get bit? Well, I haven't gotten the old... Uh, oh, I can't say that. No. What's he... <laughs> You could, uh, are you want, offered, do, you want, do you want her to wear an apparatus? I don't know what you're wanting from her. She offered you a three-way for your birthday, I mean, which, unbelievable. Is, which is I'm three weeks right away. Now, buddy. It's no I'm four-way. <laughs> I'm greedy. I know guys who've been with their girlfriends for five years and begging their girlfriends for threesomes. This is a month. And you're getting th- offered that to you on a silver platter within 30 days, and you're going to try and 
screw it all up because of and, and the fact that Angel Jenny can find another chick that will be with you is amazing. You poor, you know what, sweetie? I'm going to end it here, okay? My apologies. I honestly wanted to get to the bottom of this. I think... Stop. I honestly thought that somehow... I hit, you want my professional opinion, and then we'll take a break and we'll come back? Mm-hmm. Dr. Hefe. All right. Here's what I think's going on. Unfortunately, I think Matt used Angel Jenny to lose his virginity. And I think it is now further complicated by the fact that that possibly could have been her first with a dude, and it was with a disgusting human being who was using her. I think that is probably what could be running through your mind, because I look at the look on your face, and I can see where you are probably not none too happy. And for that, I sincerely apologize on behalf of, first of all, the hideout. Why do we need to apologize? Because, you know, this is set up essentially through the show. Okay. I think we have a lot to do with this. I'll take a little blame. I won't. And I apologize on behalf of guys. Because guys will do this. And I'm sure we've all done this at one point. I'm sorely disappointed in Matt. Matt had a really good thing going, and it I don't know what he did. He somehow manages to sabotage himself in everything he does. I don't know if it's his attitude or what it is. He's just back there giggling, not knowing that he... <laughs> He literally stomped in this girl's heart. Soft said something funny. <laughs> Why would you laugh when you're just hearing about how awful you are? Do you realize how awful this all this whole thing is? Even if it weren't on the radio, in a nice little radio play? I have nervous laughter. I, I get kind of giddy when I get nervous like this. <laughs> what are you yeah. doing? You, 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 you... I'm an animal. What, is that what you want? <laughs> Don't record that, you bastard. And... Oh, this poor girl's going to cry. We're having a party. We got the cigar lounge here. See, this is why I don't want this stuff on air, because it always ends like this. No, you made it happen. What do you mean? You have potential for a great thing here, buddy. You keep bringing it up on air, and this happens. I didn't. I wanted to keep this stuff off air. I said from the very beginning, I didn't want to ruin your relationship by having it on the air. We can, from henceforth, not have anything else on the air. Uh. <laughs> You promise? There is nothing after tonight. Oh. oh. I win. I won. I won. Thus. <sighs> wow. All right, I feel awful. Why? I, I feel like it's our fault, and I'm really sorely disappointed in Matthew. Hefe, it's not your fault. It's It would have happened anyway. So. And sadly, I think it would have. Bang, you're right. Matt likes to play these games where all of a sudden he like he needs to find an enemy. Well, he get, he rarely gets power, and that's what happened. He got power, mm. dude. You know how you have probably scarred this chick to dudes now. I'm an animal, and this is a girl who was willing to share herself with a man and another woman all at the same time. You ruined it for all these other dudes. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. We'll wrap things up here in the hideout on a Friday night. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. 
I'm an animal. Tubby the fat. I'm an animal. Tommy, give me. I didn't do that, dude. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Fight on that open door policy. Unfortunately, we don't have time for trailer trash. No. Toughest game, we'll have to do that next week. Open door policy brought to you by Taco Bell. Dubs, find the liner. I don't have my book in Ooh. front of me. But Taco Bell. I think providing... it's Tame the Late Night Hunger Beast. Nice. Uh, also, I want to thank uh, Michael from the Cigar Lounge. That's 165 Aquiva Springs Road in Longwood. The Cigar Lounge FL.com for coming up and handing out cigars to the heretics. Got a new sponsor in Real Radio. Zeppelin convinced them are a good heretic. It's good to see you alive, Zeppelin. Zeppelin, our Marine buddy who went crazy after his girlfriend dumped him. Uh, he's, uh, apparently, he's really keeping the Cigar Lounge in business. So thank you, Zepp, for that. All right, briefly, um, I had a chat with Matt off the air. And Angel Ginny is now pouting here in the main studio with all the hair ticks. No, it's a, I'm not. I'm not. You know, giving you crap. I actually understand. She did, flipped you off. She <laughs> flipped me the finger. I'm on your side, sweetie. Let me tell you what's going on. For two seconds, let me tell you what's going on. Now mm-hmm. I kind of got a, this radio drama. Matt is pissed because he never wanted any of this on the radio. Okay. So that's his big issue. Now, now, thank you. Yes. Angel Ginny, just get on the mic and repeat yeah. what you said. You're in radio. It's going to happen. And apparently, and this is such a lack of communication, mm-hmm. Matt apparently has told her, I don't want you coming up here. I don't want you IMing. I don't want you emailing, MySpace messaging, anybody on the show. If you want this relationship to work, stay away from the Look show. Look at him throwing down the rules. Stay away from the show. All right? That's been his thing. Now, she was a fan of this show before she had ever hooked up with Matt Albert, mm-hmm. and he's got to understand that. If you're going to be with somebody who likes the show, they're going to want to be around the show. Yeah, if you met through the show, you have to imagine that it's going to be on the show. What happens is then Matt Albert decides to play games and block her from Instant Messenger not talk to her, and he's mad at me because I'm talking about it on the air. But Is he still getting mad over there? Yeah, I just saw him say something to Tommy. And that's where the big issue is. Angel Ginny, let me ask you. Just talk for two seconds, and then we'll move on. All right? Why didn't you respect his wishes of staying away from the show? Because it's kind of hard when the only time you get to see your friends, like Rhonda, Lester, a lot of the guys, is on Friday night. And no offense, but I'm not used to staying up past, you know, midnight during the week, so. Because you have two jobs and he has none. Yeah. (laughs) Again, a girl with jobs that Mm -hmm. wants to get him a three-way. So she can't stay up and play after midnight like Matt can because he does nothing all day during the week. And she has made friends with the heretics. Like all of us, it's become this big, close-knit family. We all go drink together and hang out together and have sex with each other. What? Whatever. Hey, Bong Swice, it's your turn. Room here, Do what? Do the people in this room have a lot of like sexual relations amongst each other? Um, some relationships have started. Whoa, this one says she wishes. Who's frisky, and who's frisky in the corner? All right. Who's frisky? <laughs> Down that's, here. Uh, that's, Kimmy. Yeah, we have two massage therapists who work for the show. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, they don't work for the show, but they come up and give us they free work massages. On the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that Kimmy has her eye on one heretic in particular, but. 
He's always playing games, too. <laughs> he may be sitting to your left. Okay. So, <laughs> he's not F.A. Um, so, you know, you have that. So, Matt, now that she has said that, do you kind of understand where she's coming from? Where her friends are up here on Fridays, it's kind of tough to stay away. And she wants to be near you while you're a shining star on the radio. <laughs> you're becoming a celebrity, big fella. Relish in it. What do you say? I just, the more she came around, oh, you son of a bitch, I hate you. I like NSYNC better. But the more she came around, the more it was going to get brought up no matter what. So and then why didn't you just run with it? Because it was just the start of a relationship. I didn't, want to, I didn't want anybody to know about it until we actually got things, you know, committed or something, you know, solid to go on. Angel Jenny? It's going to be talked about no matter what you do. And the more that I'm around, the faster it's going to come over and just Get not be out. a big deal anyway. See, that's the problem. Keep thinking it that way. No, it's not true at all. That is exactly it. Once I'm already essentially bored with it now, and I don't think it's going to be much of an issue after this, whether you stay together or you don't. You made it into a big deal by trying to not want to have it out there. Because you know we all it's human nature. You want to know what you're not supposed to know. And you sitting there acting like a big fat baby. I was gonna say something else, but it's after ten. N word. No. Liar. P word. Sissy. A big fat baggage. All right, that one works too. So, Angel Jenny, it is officially over. Any chance for reconciliation over beers tonight, Matt? Any chance? Hey, if you guys have a few pops together and talk and. I can't. I'm underage. Oh. Well, ruin 14, that one. <laughs> 14. Let me ask you, real fast, Angel Jenny, what could he do to make it better? Could he accept you for you and your bisexualness? <laughs> if he hasn't done it in a month, what makes you think it's going to He could. Today could be his wake up. <laughs> no, wait. Okay. I've said literally everything that we have just repeated. For the, the last ten minutes mm -hmm. to him in person, and he—it's not clicking. Hey, Big so Paul, no. do you want me to give you those little blue blue pills I give the guys who work on my movies? See, that's the problem. I—I <laughs> I honestly think that he uh, has no sexual interest outside of himself. <clears throat> yeah. All right, Angel Jenny shakes her head. Yes. Have I think you? He, have I you? Hit on that. I think he's asexual. Have you tried to initiate at another time and he's not interested? Yeah, he's asexual. Wow, she just shook her head. Wow. Yes. Oh. you. you, you 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 figured it out. He's an asexual guy. I think he he's is. He's like that worm that we read about like in biology class. The he's, asexual worm. He's addicted to pornography. We got you got to find the name of that worm. That should be his new nickname. The asexual worm that can reproduce on its own. Can Maybe we that's find his that? goal. I'm sure. Chunks, do something good. Actually, wait a second. There's also a flower that does the same thing too. Okay, well so he's we got two new names then. Uh, a pansy Whoa. does that. Oh, she just called you a pansy. A Why can I use the word pansy. I want to use? Goodness. Why can I use the word I want to use? What word is that? It begins with a and uh, ends with a T. No. What? You're really taking ready to take it to that level. Come on. You're back there being a runt. He's he's really ready to take it to that level yeah, already. Really. All right, sorry for the radio drama, my friends. The Hope potential for greatness. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and people are, well, they have their cigars from the cigar lounge, just loving it. Well, uh, thank you for coming up for the open door policy. 
Who wants to talk about their relationship next on the air? Mm -hmm. Anybody? Manhole. Manhole and Mrs. Manhole. We'll chat with them next week. This is great. All right. I'm very impressed with your army. Thank you, Porno uh, I am very, very impressed. This is a quite a collection of, of eclectic little people you have here. Uh, the heretics, we call them, and they're fantastic. They are fantastic. I, I look forward to going out and drinking with these people tonight. This will be fun. Pornodan.com is the website. You also have uh, cigar, the Cigar Lounge, FL.com. They get a Taco Bell for sponsoring the Open Door Policy, Open Late. Uh, thank you very much to Taco Bell Taming, the Late Night Hunger Beast. Wake up tomorrow night. You got SBK Live. Then Monday, wake up the Monsters in the Morning. Shannonburg Middays, Phillips, following afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listen to the Hideout on Rob Radio 104.1. Be somebody always start good. Be yourself, be somebody in the Hideout. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.